with, with the, the big, big boys coming, coming with the big fits. I feel so clean, Barricane season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pots, feel so clean, Barricane season three, oh yeah. With the big boys coming with the big fits. I feel so clean, Barricane season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pots, feel so clean, Barricane season three, oh yeah. Welcome back to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, Tom Foolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and I am joined by not one, but two other people in the podcast studio today. First, you already know, we have my lovely co-host. Paul Thompson. Hi, Saul. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Long time uh, no see. I think it's been four hours since our last well, podcast ended. Yeah. Listen, we are constantly on the grind. Uh, we're, we're in the like stew. A- like a, uh, a SoundCloud rapper. In it's the, Grammy uh, season. You know, we got exactly. to prepare. We got to get our nom. All We're that dropping good stuff. Our, our little pump to get a seven from Anthony Fantano soon. So yeah. stay tuned for that. I think this year's Dang. or this season's theme song could get a seven. The, oh, oh my God. The 100 the, Gex, the 100 Gex remix. remix. That's yeah, fire. It's a classic. <laughs> and knowing 100 Gex, they'd be into it. They love the remixes. So maybe I think they'll they post it, it on their fly. Spotify. It'll be a yeah. 33 second song on their Spotify. But. <laughs> Saul, we are not alone in the podcast studio today. No, we are not. Um, John, as you as you may know, as a as a co-host of this podcast, I am we one of love those creators, right? We, we love do. people who are striking out, doing things that are them, right? They're mm-hmm. not just they're not just out here. Uh, uh, what would be the 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 biggest sin? Uh, putting putting quotes on putting quotes on 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 uh, snapbacks or or hoodies. You know, they're not just they're not just. Uh, not printing not the down. word pyrex on a pair of shorts yeah not printing not not uh not what what else uh, it's the it's the roses that's that's what i was thinking of the uh the the tiktok roses the the iron on roses that you get on amazon oh yes and then doing yes. those with, like a denim jacket i want to do those that. on timberland foams actually <laughs> that'd be a heater no we love we love creators who are authentically unapologetically and a hundred percent them they're doing yes. something that is that is theirs right yes. um so this week we we managed to get into contact, um, and and this has been a long time coming. Yes, um, this we were supposed to fly supposed out in person, but and then Saul and I were going to meet uh, each other for the first time because we've never met before. We we're going to yep. meet oh, each what? other for this interview yep. for the first time. But without further ado, everyone, we have Zach Kinniger from Basket Case. Welcome. What's going on? Welcome. Going on? Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. We're so happy. Thank you guys for having me. I didn't know that you, I was going to be the place you guys first met. That's kind of romantic. Yeah, it would have been <laughs> would have been big. We probably would have brought each other flowers for for the pod recording and all that stuff. Um, have you guys either of you guys been to LA before either? I've never no. been to LA. I've, I've been, been to California. To yeah, I've been to the Bay Area. I've been to Northern California. Never LA though. I think that's that's like the that's like the plot of Sex in the City, basically. <laughs> I'm a Carrie. I, think I love you're, that. Uh, you're a Miranda, John. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anyone in the actual show to be honest, but but I we still have to have you guys come out and try uh, and visit in LA whenever. I would love to. Yeah. All this craziness is over. Part two already confirmed. Get excited, everyone. Huge. I think that was the best confirmation we've ever gotten. So yeah. Now for the next for the next hour and forty five minutes, John and I will try everything in our power to make Zach absolutely hate us, but still have to honor his. Anyway, um, to start things right off, Zach, how are you? Welcome. I'm good, man. 
I'm good. I'm a world champion today. You're a world um, champion. Congratulations to your Lakers. Congratulations to LeBron James. Undoubtedly the best basketball player of all time. Yeah. Oh, we're here. Okay. I feel welcome. That's how I feel as well. Yeah. That's yeah, how we I feel are, as well. We're I, in the boat. Sorry, MJ. Your, I your reign is so ended. Mad. Somebody in our Discord today was talking about why he he had LeBron, in, I think in his top three, mm-hmm. uh, Kean had like MJ and Wilt still above LeBron. And he and argued Wilt is, that. No, no. I, I think it's such a stupid argument. It absolutely I think it's is. so dumb. I think LeBron James is playing on a different level athletically and leading his teams. LeBron is the coach of every team he's ever been on. LeBron, LeBron is, is my player. father, bro. Con- he's been on. The, he's Come been on. on. He's been in his prime for 16 years. Yeah. No other athlete, let alone basketball player, has ever done that. Maybe yeah. like Lionel Messi, but like Cristiano Ronaldo, maybe. Yeah. I feel With, so vindicated right now. Bar none. <laughs> LeBron's goaded. We have nothing yes. else to say. Congratulations to you and the city of Los Angeles. Thank you for number thank 17. You, thank you. Championship number, number 17. Must yeah, be nice. There's like the, the debate of whether or not they should have the first five, right? <laughs> I yeah, I don't really I'm from Michigan, been... so we don't get anything. Okay. I think to be our fair, last one I'm was the Red Wings. Fan, though, through and through. I grew up yeah. in San Diego, and okay. growing up in San Diego, like you have no team, and we the Lakers were really popular. So mm-hmm. being the shitty hipster I was at seven years old, I was like, can't fuck with the Lakers. And so LeBron sort of became my, my Your team. team. Followed LeBron through his whole career. It was funny because all the jokes that were like – the, the people that are supporting the Lakers in this final, I wonder how many of them were supporting the Heat in 20, 2013, 2014. That was 100% me. That was 100% me. Enjoy those dubs. 100%. You know? Yeah. So Why I'm not? like the picture of like all old head sports fans will hate me, but that's who I am. I'm a world champion. You're you changing the narrative. From me. How, many, uh, how many pairs of the uh, Philip Lyon and Warren Lotus uh, disrespectful Kobe tribute t-shirts do you have? Oh man, I was not a fan of that dude. I'm gonna be honest. I that did not was like scary when he did that right after Kobe's passing. Yeah. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. He, he did I, the bejeweled Kobe jerseys with his own last name on them. Yeah, I I actually like Warren though. I think he's a he's a treasure. Like in terms of his personality and stuff, I liked it when mm-hmm. he was uh kind of being like an Instagram comedian almost, yeah, and then also doing guy. really cool product. I just I wish he didn't go so fast and like he, he made a transition into like distributing product at such like a rapid level. He's and it's like been kind of a bummer because now with the dunks. Yeah. I mean, I don't have an issue with the dunks. I just feel like his, his whole graphic design approach was really cool, especially mm-hmm. when it went early on when it felt. Oh, his art style is really interesting. And the hoodies were like $500 plus. Mm-hmm. But they 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 looked like actual art, and it was like, man, this is worth that. It and I, I mean, I was you gotta respect. At some point, you have to make your money, and this and the above, and you gotta consider real life. But I feel like he had another few years of really just trying to stretch and do different things creatively. Mm-hmm. And now he's just doing basketball merch for the most part, which doesn't even feel like him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I think he it's- started off too strong almost he came out of the gates too hard if he would have reversed it started with the dunks and gone to where he was at the beginning now he'd be very very different in our i think people would rock i disagree i disagree well with with the with the like basketball merch i think he could almost like 
how would I describe it? He could like capitalize on like the NBA tunnel fit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which he's already, I, I mean, like, people in the NBA are wearing Warren Lotus. Exactly. But I feel like he could have really like captured that if he stayed with kind of like the cool artsy stuff. Nah, bro. First of all, NBA players are, te- are dressed terribly. Mm-hmm. Cross fade fade. That's a fact. Fair. Dressed really poorly. I would say Jordan Clarkson is probably the best dressed player in the NBA, but one of my Ooh. least favorite players. One of my least favorite players. Um, and I think Lou Williams is also probably just Jordan Clarkson with just like a cooler background. Um, aside from that, I want to rewind backwards. I wish he never did basketball shit at all. At all. I wish it was all super gothic. Just his his approach to everything, and maybe like one or two basketball products a year. Mm-hmm. Ironically, because it was tight when he did the Fear God collaboration, and he stood out there mm-hmm. in like a polo and like slacks, and he said, yeah. "I've never watched a game of basketball in my life." That was like, oh, the irony is incredible. This is this is dope. And then I think the revenue just started coming in, and he just kept pressing yeah. the same button. Mm-hmm. That's just a bummer, man. It's a, That's bummer. a bummer. You know, I wish I... he never did that. But anyways, all respect to him, and I, I and I still Definitely. admire him. Oh, yeah. I still admire yeah. him. I think he still has a lot to offer, and I, I'm sure there'll be a ton of product that still comes out that I'm really impressed with. Oh, for um, sure. He's got a long just, career ahead of him. Just like. being like a real hoops fan, you know, it's a it's it's a little bit of like ah, it just feels disingenuous, you know. Mm-hmm. And I that that's yeah. just so it's just me as speaking as a consumer, but like as a as a or as a critic, I guess. But I, I, mean, I fuck I... with Warren Lotus though. So. I think you're allowed to to criticize at least from for your sure. position. Yeah, especially when you're involved in that day to day too, the production and everything like that. You know, you know it. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. I'm sure you guys feel the same way with podcasting. You become as you start working harder and start doing it over and over again. You guys have probably become more and more critical of other podcasts, even mm-hmm. or or just the entire craft of it. We actually weren't but, aware other podcasts existed until mm-hmm. very recently. Uh, we yep. thought we were the first people to ever do it. So. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying, though? Like, you no, become exactly. more and more critical. Like, in-house, uh, me and Christian, who's who I work with on design 99% of the time, we are, like, super, super, like, critical, snobby, almost mean. But, like, in terms of actually supporting people, like, there's a divide there. Like, oh, you, absolutely. I want to see everybody do okay. Uh, but I don't like most things. It's separating the art from the artist, yeah. Yeah, in, in some way, I mean, for sure. Yeah, you're for also, sure. like, your own worst critic. I'm sure when it comes to designing your own stuff, you know, I, I don't let me speak for you and please speak on this, but I'm sure that there's a certain amount of, I want to make things that I still like, and I don't want to just put something out to get something out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely a level of compartmentalization that has to go on to mm-hmm. just uh, complete, to tie in loose ends and sort of make mm-hmm. things feel full and also there's a level of decisions you have to make just to sort of make things make financial sense sometimes there's yeah. a level of that that i get but i think i prefer art across all mediums mm-hmm. that is that has just like the most integrity as possible which is like why like i that's why i love the like i i still love kanye west not because he's a good leader he's not I just love that he's raw. I think it's so admirable that he's wearing his heart on his sleeve yeah, all the time. He's very unapologetically like across, himself. Yeah, like all media. We're talking about Dasiori. I, I was the same. The same thing. I, I liked it. It just it feels like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's really him. 
Yeah, he is so involved with every step yeah. of the process. Like just talking yeah. to him, it's crazy that he even finds time to talk, like move his mouth during the day because he's so busy. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna talk. I never, we never met. We've only DM'd a couple times over Instagram, man. Let's I think get we, the uh, the quad approachable. episode going. That would be fun, yeah. man. We got, we got to meet. I got, I got, I want to host them out in LA, man. I, I, I want to like Ooh. be able to be a place where some of these people that aren't LA based can kind of have a place where they can come, just like say what's up and visit. I mean, I'm not gonna house you. I want to be very clear, <laughs> or pay for your food or flights, but you can come <laughs> see the office for sure, for sure. Come say for what's sure. up. Yeah, Don't yeah, yeah. sleep at the foot of my bed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> for sure. Okay, we're on the same page. On that sure. wonderful note, Zach. This is a fashion podcast at the end of the day. Would you do us the honor of giving us a fit check? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm in a vintage uh, t-shirt. It's like a single stitch t-shirt, super thin. It might be inside out. (laughs) Oh, it's not. It just says on the back of it, it just says, uh, fuck off. I'm coding. Yo, that's so (laughs) sick. Um, Which I'm not. I don't know how to code at all. Um, I'm wearing... Which makes I'm wearing, stolen valor. <laughs> the stolen valor nerd team. <laughs> for sure. I'm wearing a uh, basket case milk shorts and oh. uh, Yeezy resin slides. Ooh. And this is uh, Thierry Lassery sunglasses. But they're the like sunglasses blue light glasses. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they're for like screens and stuff because I mm-hmm. spend a lot of my days uh, staring at like super zoomed in pixels in Photoshop and mm-hmm. Illustrator. So save the eyes. Gotta be the change you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Tap in. Just why I bought been, some designer uh, sunglasses. Just because I'm a, been... I'm a good person. Yes, we've we've seen that already. But man, the I I am gonna 100% simp. The milk shorts and the milk pants are some of my favorite yeah. work you guys have ever done. They're spectacular. Thank you, man. They're so cool. I'm a big Thank fan of cow dude. print. I bought a velvet cow print uh, like chore jacket earlier this year. From Supreme. Supreme. Yeah. yeah. yeah, And it's like m- one of my favorite things that has ever come into my closet. So I'm on I the like big, big a lot, man. Wave. It's like new wave camo a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of life left in the Americana trend. So I think we'll see some really cool takes on it over mm-hmm. the next few years design wise. I think it's really interesting to see the rejection of like traditional American culture um in an idea form like like we we, we kind of resent like even seeing an american flag outside of a house is like kind of almost like questionable to like left-wing progressive people like even mm-hmm. myself you're like oh i wonder what that person's like but then from an aesthetic standpoint like dressing like white trash has emerged as like zeitgeist which is yeah. super interesting it's insane it's such, we're like so ironic culturally now it's it's yeah. super fun so i think I think there'll be more of that for sure moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but the milk pants, I'm glad that you guys like those. They were the hardest, not the hardest, but the, one of the one of the most challenging developments that we've done as a brand to like uh, the pants are that bleached we're, down, right? Yeah. So we buy oh. we buy essentially indigo based denim because any stonewash denim when you bleach down to like uh, to get to complete white, it like mm. the, the pants fall apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so we were on like our fifth sample, uh, like our fifth round of sampling and dye to get the to get the milk milk denim down, and they they worked. So we'll see. It's probably going to be, um, we're going into production starting tomorrow to get whatever mm-hmm. a few hundred pairs done, and it's going to be 
they'll probably be really uh from a margin perspective like pretty irresponsible because we'll probably have like one to two errors per five or six passable pairs so when it you say fail. errors what does that mean just... um when you're working with dye there's just mm. there's such a wide margin of oh, error in terms mm-hmm. of bleeding yep also like bleaching stuff down um sometimes like you'll bleach down and you'll get like it will along the seams of denim it will stay mm. it will there'll be like an air the area that's not reachable for the bleach and so it will yep. stay blue mm-hmm. and so like maybe your seam will look like you have like a zara yep. side stripe down your denim <laughs> which is like not which is like not the point you know yeah yeah it's just a and, and and i'm not technical um max who's my uh lead in production and sort of my right hand man in all the technical development he's a he's like insane with dyes and and production in general is kind of mm-hmm. brings everything to life he could speak to more everything technically but mm-hmm. i know enough to sort of navigate the conversation but they're <laughs> they're a nightmare but they're worth it they're i mean in my in my opinion just to like oh, get yeah. them off get them off my chest you know it was worth it it was worth to get them get them out there but i'm so you guys like it man they're Great. so sick yeah yeah they're wild solly boy what have you got on um, I have um, no shoes in the house. Classic. Uh, my my beatniks are in Boston, so I cannot wear them. My feet are cold. Uh, excuse me. I have a pair of Studio Artisan um, 40th anniversary gold denim. Okay. Um, nice. They're the the ones that they did for their 40th anniversary. They have like a really. Pink. Yeah. That's crazy that they're Shockingly the 40th anniversary incredible. pair and they did them for the 40th anniversary. <laughs> um, I have a Uniqlo basic tee. Um, just like the basic black one. I have mm-hmm. like three of them. And then I have a vintage Dragon Ball Z Kai um, like track jacket. And it's got the whole Sick. cast on the back. Um, it's like a cream color. Let's see the back. On the arm. Here, I'll see if I can spin around. Oh, that's fire. I love that. It's It was a good pickup. It came straight from Japan. It was quite cheap uh, nice. from what I expected. Yeah, like, old I was like, like yeah. track jackets aren't that much. I got a Power Rangers one from the late 90s that was like $25 off of eBay. Yeah. I love that. It's tight. Very nice. Just got to know where to look. John, yeah. round us out here. What have you... Rounding us uh, out. Okay. On foot, what else but the pod and stocks, folks. Uh, sorry, throwing fits team. They're, they're staying <laughs> on. They're staying on the feet. You know, big time guests require big time footwear. So that's what we're pulling up with. Uh, on the legs, we have a pair of purple Patagonia baggies, five-inch inseam. Uh, perfect year-round short. It's like 40 degrees out, but I'm not outside. I'm going to keep wearing shorts. And then on top, I have a T-shirt and a sweater. The T-shirt is of the famous Instagram Turkish chef, CZN Barak. You've probably <laughs> seen him on your Explore page, cooking giant Zim. meats, etc. He's He's a talent beyond words and then on top of that we have a sweater from basket case it is the leash knit um ordered it let's see when did i order that probably back in june i would say somewhere around there okay end of june we dropped it yeah um probably my all-time favorite piece from basket case i was the one commenting on every single post of the samples asking when it was going to come out Uh, thank you for responding and saying it was coming soon because you you brought a lot of peace of mind to me but it's a beautiful sweater it is a cream color knit uh with a print of a couple dogs on it bottom fits perfectly for my 
tall self. It's it's long, it. so it actually works with my torso. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, I love it, man. You guys are both tall, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's what they tell us. We got some legs. What are you, on us. What, what are you like six five? I would guess. Yes. Damn. Right really? on the money. John six five. Yeah. And so, how tall are you, man? I'm six two and a half. If we're being liberal. <laughs> Does that I mean put, like you're you're six one or what does that no, mean? No, no, I'm just five nine. I'm yeah, I'm six two. Uh, I I measure slightly above, like okay. not even. I'm so always I'm wearing shoes, it. so you know. There you go. You measure what you what you're comfortable in, but no. I love uh, that. It's it's hard to shop. It's good to know. I'm I'm a tall guy too, so I I feel the struggle in terms of finding stuff that fits cor- cor- uh, correctly proportionally. Well, this fits I perfectly, think. and I'm a torso guy. I have normal length legs. Like I wear 34 in length, Long which torso, is like too huh? crazy. I think I have an extra yeah. vertebrae or something going on. Because oh, I know how that is, bro. I know yeah. exactly. <laughs> but on that wonderful note, fit check all set. We're gonna get into the main event here. We have some questions written up for our friend Zach. Learn about him. Learn about the brand. Learn about what he's feeling, what he's not, and hopefully buy some sneakers if Joel oh, was here. <laughs> no. Anyways, starting things off, vibe check. Zach, how are you? How have the past couple months been? It's a crazy world we're living in. What's the yeah. vibe looking like right now? Vibe's good, man. Uh, I'm super grateful always. I, I'm getting to do something that I really like, love to do. And I, uh, I started Basket Case um in my college dorm room as a senior in college and then my my year after college lived with like seven roommates in a two-bedroom and like ate ramen every day for two years and not have a semi-normal life and running a brand and getting to like do storytelling with clothes and pictures is my job and more more than anything more than whatever is like stressful or a bummer at times. I'm super thankful to get to have a hobby for a job almost. No, I mean, it's not a hobby. I, I take it very seriously, but mm-hmm. from a, from a, from a vibe check perspective, man, I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm uh, the last, uh, the last few months have been kind of crazy in, in some ways, a lot of the craziness from COVID. I mean, I think I, I had a, some kind of emotional process similar to a lot of people on that. It was weird. It was a weird thing to emotionally process. It was, it was like scary and sluggish yeah. and depressing and weird in, in so many ways, but have adjusted in some ways from, from a brand owner perspective, we we've always been built for the internet. We, we had some distribution opportunities over the last two years to be in a few stores or kind of partner with some distribution channels, some online distribution channels. And we kind of said no to all those, mm. not um, which was fortunate because there were, there were some maybes involved in that. And when everything shut and retail kind of collapsed on its head, it's, it really put us in a, in a good position because we were built for the co- post COVID world yeah. and that we You've are put a lot of stuff out since, since everything started we're, too. Yeah. We're an internet brand and, we, I mean, digital numbers in terms of visibility have been through the roof because of the in bloated screen time epidemic or whatever you want to call it. It's, but we, 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 we benefit from it in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, so we've had a, we've had a, we've had a decent time 
I guess, adjusting those usual stuff that kind of sucks in terms of development timelines and production mm-hmm. timelines that sometimes get stretched this and the above. But um, more we've we have we have been more fortunate than than I guess pain stricken from whatever this whatever this new thing is, man. So I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And I'm grateful. How, how are you guys doing today though? I can't complain. You yeah. know, I'm potting with the homies. Second pot of the day. Not Come too on. shabby. Um, weather could be a little nicer. I was going to go out and run before this pod, but it is what it is. It is Just three it grateful is. boys, man. Just Look three at grateful us. boys. <laughs> Come on. How wholesome can it get? I love it. Everyone who's listening right now, go do something wholesome. Go text your mom. Tell her you love her. Zach, I do know. Maybe, maybe the hardest hitting question. I it's been on my mind since the start of this. You're from LA. Grew up in San Diego. Yep. I assume you've been out to the to the East Coast at least once in your life. Where do you fall on the Five Guys versus uh, In and Out the, uh, debate? I think Five Guys is trash. What? I think Five Guys is trash, and it's overpriced, and it's dry. I okay. think in and out. It's definitely, it's definitely guys is, not dry. It's definitely, definitely overpriced, though. I agree I with that. I think overpriced. I would, I I would give the, that to you. I think the in and out is the gospel of Jesus Christ come to man in the form of fast food. Um, and honestly, the fact that you even asked me the question was disrespectful. <laughs> He's done. All right, episode's over. Way to go. Sauce. No, I'm just kidding. No, bro, come on. I mean, like... I'm I'm California, whatever. I'm I'm super yeah. biased, but like, yo, come on. Have you had? I mean, ha- I have. have you guys had In and Out? How many times? I have. I I had it not for. It was in January when I came. I visited my friend in the Bay Area, okay. and he took me. Uh, the burgers were good. Don't get me wrong. The burgers are great. Fries, fries are a little price. questionable. I can hear the that. Fries, I can hear that. Yeah, I think to be considered the goat. You need to have good fries because that's part of the meal. Like that's what you go there for. Bro, so what? Fries. What is Five Guys in, dude? You're eating five guys fries and potato, dog. Come on. No, no, no. Oh the... my god. What? The fries at yeah, Five Guys are so good. They put it in the bag. It's all greasy. It's the disgusting. quantity like... doesn't necessarily equal quality. I'll say that. Oh no, no, I've had bad Five sh- Guys you... fries. Have you, you get a shit ton of fries at Five Guys, right? You get a mm-hmm. ton. They they like fill up the bag halfway. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I could get down with. I'm, I'm like a huge, like I'm inherently such a, like a super frugal person. So mm. I could get down with like, you know, if we're talking just straight, like I'm trying to eat off this meal for three meals today. How can I portion it correctly? If there's an argument there, like I'll hear that. Or we're talking, but if we're talking just like the artistry of food, there's no, there's no conversation to be. I think had. if you could have, if you could have an In-N-Out burger with Five Guys fries, I, I die a happy man. That's that's where I'll leave this. Bro, first of all, you're not gonna die a happy man because you're disrespecting a fucking incredible fast food establishment. <laughs> so let's take that off the table really quick. There's no really, can we can we take that off the table? We really can take quick? that you off the table right man? now. Okay, cool. Next question. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm really not that disrespectful. No, but okay, so I'm, that was I'm fired. To the core, bro. Okay, the spread at In and Out, which is their special sauce, yeah. is 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 the best fast food sauce it's better than chick-fil-a sauce it's better than uh it's better than uh cane's like spicy thousand island thing they do it is the greatest thousand island dressing spread sauce ever and it elevates everything on the entire menu i'm very passionate about in and out i'm very passionate Clearly. i like when that i energy. used to play when i used to play basketball i would eat in and out like three times a week 
and I still, dude, every time I eat in and out, I can eat it every day. I can eat it every day. That's fair. I Anyways. didn't have I didn't have the sauce because I am lactose intolerant, so I can't have Thousand Island without disrupting my stomach. You you have those pills though, right? Uh, I didn't have them with me. I take them mm. sometimes. I think they're over the counter though, right? Come on, yes, Saul. You should have ran to your nearest CVS. I should have stocked I, up. Listen, when I come out, I'll I'll I'll, I'll eat five guys in the way that Zach decrees. I'll pop a lactate. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. It'll be fire. We'll eat in and out the way I decree. You yeah. said five guys there. I just want to be oh, real. I, I apologize. In and out, in and out, in and out. Okay, 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 okay. No, no, bro. When you guys come out here, I will I will order for you depending <laughs> on your preference. I will and, I'll eat anything. And I will pay picky. for it. I will pay for it. Wow. And the, the entire time you eat, I'll like read their mission <laughs> statement. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> do we, do I have haven't had it actually. Out? I've been to California. I didn't have five guys, so I still need to uh you mean going. in and out, right? You mean in and, you went to California and right in and out. I did that. I, did I know this. I know you guys song. are yeah, like fake. You guys are like fake messing up the words, but no, I, that not. was legitimate. I am just trying no, my yeah. best to to keep up right now. Um, no, I have not had in and out. I'm I'm typically not this uh not this uh, angry about things, but there's there's few there's few things you don't mess with the man's chest. fast food. That's fair. It's tier one anyways that, so that's where i land on that that's where i land on that i think mm. i think i've been pretty clear wow yeah Jeez. you know keep that energy king so, so i will you mentioned kind of conceiving of the idea in a college dorm room but how mm-hmm. long maybe before that or or you know how how long was the idea for basket case like brewing in your head like Have you always wanted to do clothes yeah uh i loved pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards is sort of mm. where all of this started for me and i think i think when you reach a certain age as a guy and you're interested in like obsessing over details of tangible product you go you go in most guys go into cars and then mm. you you a lot of those guys they they die celibate and and that's i just didn't want i just didn't want to be that you know and so <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I so I, I didn't really connect with the whole car culture. I, I played basketball. I was I, I was a played basketball in, in high school and for a year in college and got and, oh, wow. and got super into Jordan culture and uh like bought bought and sold Jordans and it was sort of like I was I loved the I loved the product storytelling and, and, and I was like, Oh, this would be great. I was like, I'd love to, you know, work in sneakers and then I mm-hmm. I ended up stop 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 playing uh sports and I got into like Photoshop and Illustrator design to design mm-hmm. tattoos, uh, like tattoo stencils, because I, oh, I wow. really, I wanted to get some tattoos in college and had asked artists to make uh, the artwork for me. And mm-hmm. everything I got back was super traditional and I was looking for something different. So I, I just made it myself and then um, would charge my friends like 50 bucks and I'd make them tattoo stencils. And I didn't know it at the time, but that was sort of like the origin of like graphic design, I guess, mm-hmm. was sort of um, for tattoo stuff. Um, and then I was, so I was buying and selling vintage on like inst- on Instagram, just kind of as a side hustle, just to almost um, upkeep your own, your own closet, just to mm-hmm. kind of be able to cycle in new clothes. I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. And in, in between my junior and senior year, uh, junior year, I got a lot of cool opportunities to like shoot photos for mm-hmm. um, some hip hop artists. It was like peak, oh. uh, like hair metal, hip hop, Uzi scene kind of, it was like the, 
it was like a big moment. And that, that, uh, that year I started, I started, uh, like sneaking into press pits and like buying wristbands and shooting stuff on film. I would just like, I would go to like complex con at the time before I was like a part of the, the, before I was like working with them, I was just a mm-hmm. huge fan of the, the, the scene, just like hype culture or whatever. Yeah. And I would see that all the, I would see that all the press people had, um, like a like a like a silver wristband and so i would just go to walmart and buy silver wristbands and then shoot <laughs> press photos and i got these cool opportunities. i got to shoot like i got to shoot like lil yachty and um playboy cardi and and like a wow. I, I shot press for uh for uh kemp flogna and got to oh, do some wow. cool cool stuff for all that and that was all just off of straight finesse <laughs> and but it was when i was doing that i i was sort of like a really leaning into like what what was then was this new wave like really gritty film wave mm-hmm. that sort of gunner stall really championed and it mm-hmm. became sort of super mainstream zeitgeist but at the time it was this like new feeling and it was like you have these new hip-hop artists this new kind of style of photography that's re-emerging and ha- has more substance and i and i was really really enjoying that and uh i i spent a ton of time that year like taking photos and like making little books of of my friends and I in college just doing dumb shit and going to these shows and getting tattoos. And it was just like, it was truly like a, a moment where I, I like felt like I was the youth and, and I knew like what I was doing, what, how I was living a life. I was like, man, I really feel like there's an opportunity here where I understand like the ethos of this idea, this like young idea where it's just people kind of doing what they want and feel. And there's a way to like kind of, show it that feels like really impactful but all i was doing was like taking these pictures and showing them to my friends and occasionally posting them on instagram um and then i had also had made these kind of semi connections with these artists um and none of them came to fruition but i was like man i gotta do something with these you know mm-hmm. um and so right before my senior year of college i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna try and start a clothing brand and if anything, it's just going to be for me. Like I just, for me, the start of it, I was like, I just want to work in this space. Um, because I was working for a real estate development firm doing uh, flyer design, uh, okay. working and getting my marketing degree. I was like an RA. I was, I was taking 18 units um, and they were all draining me, but I, I, it was a survival mode and I, and I needed to do it for doing, starting basket cases. Like I need to do this for me yeah. um, because I need to be doing something that's like pushing me in the direction of where I actually want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my whole senior year of college was like, like printing a single t-shirt and shooting all my, a bunch of my friends and kind of cherry picking people in the college that represent different demographics and styling them and just taking gritty film pictures all over the place. And then uh, in December of that year, I think it was 20, 2018 or 2017 going into 2018, I threw a pop-up okay. shop where we, um, this was like three months into the brand where I, I found a local tattoo artist who had just gotten out of prison. Ooh. And I said, hey, can you tattoo at my party? I'm going to put together a stencil sheet and I'm going to bundle a t-shirt and a tattoo for $50. That's um, and I That's said, so if, if we don't make, if you don't make enough money from this, um, I will pay you like $300. And that was so much money to me at the time. I mean, I know you, I'm sure you guys know how it is when you're in college. Yeah, and you're kind yeah, of for making sure. It work. $300. Yeah. Um, 
but then we had like a 150 people show up we did it out of a garage in like in orange county and like 100 people got tattooed these like little shitty tattoos i had picked out um people got fucking hand tattoos like their very first tattoo because they were small and they were like oh it's small and i was like yeah do it on the hand and in my head i'm like oh god <laughs> hopefully this doesn't come out bad and a lot of them came out bad if you want me to be honest but uh oh, shit. No, not too bad. I mean, not nobody, nobody's going to say anything to the dude who just got out of prison either, right? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> well, no one at the time knew that he just got out of prison. He was working uh, in a shop. He was like mm-hmm. a legit tattoo artist. But okay. I knew that he, we had, he had, so I had brought some of my friends in there to get a tattoo. And he mm-hmm. was the guy that I said, like, look, I already made this stencil. It's just a line work tattoo. Will you do it for 50 bucks? And he was like, yeah, just keep bringing your friends. And we had just created a friendship, man. I didn't know. Yeah. He yeah, told yeah. me after all this that he had just gone out of jail. Okay. And I was like, oh, man, what am, might we like to know that earlier? But it's fine, you know? Um, and then that was the moment where I was like, yo, I think this actually has legs. We made mm. like I made like a thousand bucks that night or whatever. Damn. And and all of it went back into sort of building the brand at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's not enough money to really do anything. But that was like the moment where I was like, I'm going to try and do this. Like, this feels like I'm like... I feel like this has, um, this has legs, uh, you know, bigger than me, you know, people were operating it and kind of interpreting it for themselves. And I was like, okay, shit. Um, uh, and then, and then, yeah, like by the, the end of college, it was not, it was still not enough money, anything to really, it was like a, it was like a small following of a few thousand people. I think maybe 3000 people and, I told myself that I was going to work on it for six months. And if I didn't, if it wasn't, if it didn't have enough, you know, if it wasn't showing enough for myself in six months, then I would, then I would kiss the ring and start serving the man. And uh, about three months into that, I found Max, who's my product partner and sort of like really the backbone of what I do. He's, he's the person that takes my Photoshop design files and says, yeah, we could do this real life from a cold email that I sent. And uh, once he took production off of sort of my plate of responsibility and I wasn't packing and shipping orders every day, um, we were able to, t- to take like a small jump into it. And it was just basically all based into this idea of like, I really believed in, um, I really wanted to do product at a higher level than just screen printing on tees and, and hoodies, mm-hmm. but it's the, to get access to like cut and sew is one really expensive and, and, and it's a really brutal learning curve oh, uh, sure. and a really expensive yeah. learning curve and me being frugal and, and being in a place where I wasn't willing to say like, okay, we have $500 in the, the basket case account. I'm not going to spend $400 like cut and sewing 40 tracksuits off of someone I met on AliExpress. So I was like, okay, we're just going to approach print. Um, we're going to approach print and print on things that, that I feel like are more elevated and we're mm-hmm. going to take photos as, as well as we can so that it feels like the, like we're shooting a Vogue photo shoot, even though I'm just shooting on a point and shoot film camera and, in the middle of the street like but it was like really like preserving the intentionality behind all of it and Mm -hmm. so we just printed on everything man we (laughs) anything that I could find more than 25 of I would just I would design for and print like the the army shorts yeah yeah the army shorts is a great example like there's no such thing as a reliable nylon short blank that exists that's why most of them are cut so that's why the Patagonia baggy shirt that you're talking about right now um 
is the it's the best and there's no blank that's even close to it that's a reasonable mm-hmm. cost like um asap bari printed on the patagonia baggy shorts for a v-loan drop in 2016 or 17 i think which patagonia was not a fan of but like i can't all that imagine. To say like yeah. there's not a lot of access i mean there is access you could do things well at a high level at cut so no matter what it's it's, it's possible but for me being someone who was trying to treat this like a real, I guess, business or like a real project that I was thinking mm-hmm. seriously, um, seeing print and story, like being like almost giving myself a design boundary and saying like, here's what I have to operate, like, here's where I'm going to operate within. It allowed me to get better quickly because there was not mm-hmm. a wide scope of design, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, it was like, okay, we're going to truly source within this sort of boundary and we're going to design within this boundary. So let's just keep doing that. And eventually you would get better. Like I would just, yeah. just get better at it. Um, you're like, um, you're like, um, like a role player on a basketball team almost. Like you're, you're focusing yeah. on like shooting the three and, and the work speaks like for itself. Duncan Robinson, except maybe not the finals, but yeah. <laughs> bro he's cooking on, he's cooking in game five bro he's so good man he's, he's, so he's good. great and he's great. i can't say he's good because he went to u of m i'm a michigan state <laughs> graduate so okay fair fair we enough, smoked fair enough. him i think three 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 we went three for three against michigan my senior year <laughs> clearly he's trash but. dude he, 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 he like i saw this thing where he was trying to get a job at the ringer or something like that like some text messages really? that were screenshotted of really? him like finishing college and like him having no basketball opportunities mm-hmm. so he was like sending out these emails trying to get a job at the ringer to do podcasts i thought it was so cool I, I mean now. i like him I like yeah him. Like, I, I genuinely have nothing against the guy but no um but yeah i mean so so that was sort of that was sort of what basket case was and then <laughs> and then about uh 20 uh let's see 2019 summer mm-hmm. we started to, i mean we started to pick up some cosigns from some, some celebrities here and there just purely mm-hmm. off of some organic like just working and putting out product and investing money like a little mm-hmm. bit of money into marketing here and there and just like being committed to running a a lean ship and trying to like like operate both like as an artist I guess as a designer but also as someone who like knew what it looked like or not knew what it looked like but wanted to run like a real a business that could actually serve myself you know um and then and then around uh summer of 2019 I want to say it might have been summer of 2018 um but I think it was actually 2019 we got the complex cosign they sort of Mm -hmm. they, they, they brought us to complex con as a brand to watch and that was a big moment for us that kind of opened up in some ways uh, at the time we had like maybe 10, 15,000 followers, but it really, ch- it changed. The cosine was important because, you know, people that are like, so say we did 12,000 people bu- uh, following us, 2000 of those people are buying clothes or less, mm-hmm. but there's a level where you get a cosine where some of the people that were just spectating it yep. was like validating like, oh, this thing that I liked for myself, now a bigger sort of like corporate partner has validated this is a good thing. And that kind of helped us sort of take it to like another level. Sure. But mm-hmm. to be honest, there was no cosign or anything that we've done that has really changed anything for us overnight. It's just been committing to like getting better as designers and as people who communicate with customers and treating people fairly and trying to be kind um and that just sort of gradually pays off uh, mm-hmm. and and now we're nowhere near like i guess where we would want to be but it's but it's in a place now where 
I'm proud. I'm proud of of what what it is, and I I feel much less insecure as a designer. There's most for the first two years of doing it. I really, you know, when you're a consumer in the space that you're creating in, it's hard to see people doing things really well or almost perfectly, and to even mm-hmm. create within it because there's the feeling mm-hmm. of I'll never be that, or I'm yeah. not even close to that. How do I even get there? Um, and I still feel that way a lot of the time, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not like a, um, it's not like everything that we do. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like I'm the best, you know, a lot of times we finish collections and I'll see two out of 10 pieces and be like, yo, I actually really didn't like how these came out, but now it's dropping tomorrow and we're here. And sometimes those ones that you hate are people are like, yo, this is my favorite. And I love the way it came out. And there's times we got to eat it. And, but there's more often than not, we try and like stay true to our gut. Right. Cause that's really all we have is our sure. own perspective on this whole thing. Um, but yeah, so now that's what we do this year. We've done a capsule collection every single month. It was a yeah. goal that I put out for us as a team um, to just put our hours in, man. It was like our, I feel like we're in our mixtape phase right now. You're on the grind. We are, You're built different. Yeah. Gucci and man, I, I early you guys Gucci the same man. Way. You guys, you guys have done two two podcasts today. I'm sure you guys feel similarly. You're putting in your your hours right we're now. Trying. Man, and, we're trying, and we're trying. Yeah, and the only way you could get better is by doing things. And so, giving myself this concept of like gallery hours and a template was like another. Re- mm-hmm. It was another box for me to say like I can gr- I can almost grade myself like rubric style within this mm-hmm. this like con- this little this frame. Um, and it's been super rewarding. It's been exhausting. Um, it's I'm not going to be able to design a capsule collection a month for my whole life or I'll no, burn out or, or even for the next few years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like we've really sort of carved new spaces and and tried a lot of new things. And it's been it's been a huge growing experience as um, like both a designer and, a, and as a business owner mm-hmm. in both facets, you know? And from a um, consumer's perspective, it's great seeing you guys put out stuff and knowing, oh, this is, there's more stuff coming soon. I'm so excited mm-hmm. to see what's next. Yeah. yeah, man. It's been, I appreciate that. It's, it's been, it's been rewarding and just to commit to like, uh, to just, to just doing, to, 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 to commit to the creation we are in mixtape phase or, or maybe even ep mode or whatever you want Ooh. to call it um it's i mean i i don't i don't really like the talking heads or or like people that are say like you know put in your hours and do it a million times until you get great at it but there's a there's a there's a there's a piece of it that's just just facts you mm-hmm. know, too, yeah. So. absolutely yeah we've seen that in our own if anyone's listening please don't listen to our first couple episodes just listen to the just listen to the recent stuff. Our first our first episode's like one of our most listened to. It's our second rough. most listened to ever. It's it's I think rough. we start like on the fourth or fifth word because Skype didn't initialize until we had already started and neither of us knew Dang. It. it's fire. It's it's our second most listened to episode of all time. You're like, so. why is this the one everyone's listening to? Yeah, everyone goes to the first episode because it's like, oh, I better start from the beginning. And then they just never listen again because it's bad. But hey. Oh. You know, we're we're no, on that never listen again, man. You guys are growing. You guys are growing. We have seen a we will get crazy that. amount of growth in the last month or so, which is crazy because we took half of that month off because we were in between seasons. So we're very I love excited. It. I love it, man. But yeah, so I mean that's what that's that's who that's who I am, who we are. Um we are 
We are a business and this is new form art and I'm learning how to communicate value and, and storytelling through printing on a million different kinds of clothes and taking mm-hmm. cool pictures. And you, it's labeled as a clothing brand, man. And that's what yeah. Bass Case is. Man, I love it. On that note, what has been the most surprising aspect of starting a brand? Um, that influencers don't work. That, oh, was, a, that was a big okay. surprise. Really? I feel like that's a huge misconception. I feel like that's like what people think like Gen Z marketing is. You just get yeah, send them to TikTokers and then you'll be famous I overnight. Mean, I, there, there is for sure real influencers that really do convert on the product, but I don't know, man, the, the, there's, I think there's product fit, right? Like certain product fit on certain influencers really works, but the idea that like mm-hmm. someone has 5 million Instagram followers and they post a tag in your product, it's going to move the needle. Like we learned that that's, that's not true, which is kind of crazy. Like that's why I say it's yeah. been gradual. It's truly been gradual. I do believe in real influencers though. Like I want to mm-hmm. clarify, I think, um, if LeBron James wears your clothes, <laughs> it will change your life potentially. Yeah. He like wore if someone... Eric Emanuel's shorts earlier this year and Eric Emanuel's Eric blowing is, up right now. Bro, Eric Emanuel, he is, I'm so impressed with his ability to just say so, like, so, like, just the shorts. Like, yeah, he just so does impressed. exactly that. He does his shorts, he's done some pants. He's done some I'm, impre- I'm just so yeah. impressed with how I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real. Is. I I don't love his stuff at all. I think it's low effort. I don't I quite get it. it. I think, yeah. but also we're not clothing producers, so like that's true. I'm sure there's, there's insane new, amounts there's of effort. A, there's this, new like, drop every new week. Wave, new wave athleisure is is like significant. Yeah. It's like a new luxury. Like I think learning how to dress with like like a little bit of like clothes with a. Uh, mm that make but still look rich is like the highest form of like fashion right now in a lot mm-hmm. of sense and it's it's piggybacked off of Kanye's sort of influence but the reason why I mean I admire it from the perspective of like he truly committed to saying this is who I am as a brand yeah, and yeah. I'm cool with it and it worked and I think that's dope I I I could I could see the whole low low effort argument like honestly how many how many different pairs of shorts can you do but he's, he's trying to find out. He could do a lot, yeah. man. You could do yeah. so many. It turns he's out. done Bape. He's done all sorts of different collaborations. He's done Undisputed. He's done Reebok. He's the first person to ever change the Allen Iverson logo on an AI sneaker. That's impressive, like man. He's, he's he's in his bag. He's doing his thing. Um, uh, yeah, super impressed. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know him or, okay. or really know that much about the brand. But I, I just I, I know from like a probably similar perspective as you guys. I think he's. I'm. I'm it's interesting I to watch because who would have guessed shorts could accomplish as Move much as like that? They have this. Yeah, year. man. Um, yeah. On the topic where you said influencers don't work, do you have quote unquote influencers in the DMs of Basket Case all the time Ooh. asking for free product? Because I feel like as yeah, a brand owner, that's, sure. that's constant. I can't even imagine. For sure, for sure. I mean, I mean, we we there's a there's a if there's a level of just like if people have enough followers, your your and their engagement is at a certain point. Like you're not gonna say you're not gonna say no, or, or you know. I mean, there is some no's. I guess that we've said there's certain no's that we've said where we like see who the person is and their character, and we're like we don't want to be represented by what this person could potentially do. Sure. Um, Good for you guys. I mean, for, for keeping there's, your head de- on there's your definitely like a filter of like how many followers do they have? You know, if it's, you know, if it's 
40,000 people, it's like, uh, probably not because mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that's, you know, there's a, I mean, if it's like half a million people, a million people, you're not going to be, you're not going to say no, we, we send it to all those people. And we, and we try and we try and start relationships with those people, um, and get to know them as human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I really feel like that's like a, a lost art and just like look, communicating over the internet is just treating people like humans, like an actual, that's, just being that's something I was going to say your, your account is so approachable. Like I've well before we started the pod, I would comment. I'd ask a question on Basket Case about whatever the next drop is. I'd get a response in five minutes. Like you guys are a very approachable brand. And that as a consumer really stands out to me because there's a lot of companies that I would never even ask a question because I know like Supreme's not going to respond to my Instagram comment asking what the fit's like on this or what <laughs> like yeah you know if when i mean it's i'd love out. to not be approachable I, I think that's for me as a, a consumer i think it's like there's a level to the uh the snobbiness and like mm-hmm. um distance from from people that actually can benefit product and make it feel more valuable and that mm-hmm. and that's just that's in some ways like what luxury is yeah it's a valid perspective um, like but in a lot of ways i think luxury is also being able to see and actually participate and, and understand like what kind of story is being told here. Mm-hmm. And if we had all the cosigns in the world and I, and I knew a lot of people in the industry and I could seed product like Zach Bia for psych world and just mm-hmm. like treat the customers like shit. And it somehow like helped the, that some, somehow helps brands, you know, I wouldn't be bummed about that either because sure. there's, there's a part of me as a consumer that almost kind of, in a in a bad way kind of like it's like oh i like that they're like so distant and don't care because they're just so luxurious mm-hmm. um but i but we, we don't we don't have that like we don't have that luxury i i know i don't have any i mean i don't i don't have any sort of pull or connection to where i can fabricate you know a ton of traction out of nowhere you know sure. we were yeah. built from the ground up you know like I used to grow the brand sitting in my college dorm room, just like going onto people's profiles and liking pictures and trying to yep. DM them and say, Hey, I like this photo of you. Like, yeah, that's like what I, that's where I came from. So I, I put can't, in the work. Yeah. I can't pretend to be, I can't pretend to be different than that. Yeah. Um, because that's just, that's just who I am as a person, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do have influencers. We have, there are influencers that we have that are, have been super valuable to us and have, you know, helped us grow as a brand. Um, but I just feel like with, with how, how incredibly intelligent, um, consumers are nowadays with the Mm -hmm. ability to see through and see whether something feels real or not, Mm -hmm. the era of someone being just a famous billboard, um, I feel like that's dead or is is very close to being dead. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't think there's as much value in that as meets the eye. Like, that's why I was saying, like, I think product influencer fit, you know, and, there's real, like, I think influencers that are famous for doing something outside of being an influencer are insanely valuable. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a rapper or a, an athlete or mm-hmm. a, a designer and you co-sign something, that's super valuable. Um, but those people aren't typically the ones that are saying, yo, what's good? Let me get a tea or whatever. <laughs> those people are typically doing their own shit and they buy the things that they want typically. Mm-hmm. And those are the most valuable, you know, influencers i I would say absolutely Um, but i also don't want to knock influencers that are hustling man 
For sure. Um, yeah, you, it's you it's a new market. Like influencers yeah, weren't a thing you. a couple years ago. You. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not a, I'm not trying to be a hater either, but um but I would just say our that's been our experience. That's all I yeah, that's sure. super interesting. Yeah, it's not a perspective we've really ever heard about before. So much appreciate the uh, the transparency. Um, so as kind of a designer, uh, maybe outside of just the actual designs themselves, but are there styles and, and silhouettes that you want to explore? That you haven't yet. That you haven't. That I we haven't say. yet. I want some basket case loafers, personally. <laughs> Super bad. I'm trying. Well, I can't say anything about that. But <laughs> oh, come we're on! No, you can say. You can say. So, you can okay, say. okay. Come I'm on. a violent. Uh, well, we're trying. We're you don't trying, have to. We're, tr- we're trying to start the conversations with Doc Martens right now. Oh, um, stop. Yes. Oh but, my goodness. But that's that's very preliminary, and it sure. very well may turn into nothing. So we'll see, man. We'll keep it we on my wraps. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not. I'm not going to show all my cards, but. We, I, I, <laughs> I feel like we really championed loafers and said like, no, this is like, this is like a, the, the wave, like you guys, everyone needs to be up. And then in the last six months, I feel like loafers have become like super, super like yeah, almost like a staple. They have gone crazy. I got, which I love the, um, I'm a, I'm a Weegans man myself. Uh, okay. I got a pair of cheetah print. They were from Browns in London. Weegans, cheetah print pony hair Weegans that are just They're insane. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. That's super sick. Yeah, I wanted the uh, the Elite loafers, the ones oh, with the yeah. buckle on the top that are just mu- they're like mules almost mm-hmm. more so. But they're like they went on sale a few a few weeks on ago. Essence, um, or I remember on seeing Essence them on the Essence and on their sale. store. Or oh wow, something like that man. Because okay. I it was probably some COVID, you know. Some yeah, kind of related things. Yeah, who's buying um, buckle loafers? But their 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 retail is like twelve hundred or fourteen hundred. It's for insane. It. I'm sure, and I'm sure they're really nice. But yeah. I can't. if you can get them resold, that's one thing. Because if you yeah. can't resold them, then it's not worth the the twelve. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't I've never I've never bought anything like that in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Anything I've had that's more expensive has always been like a has been like either secondhand or gifted or sort of like traded. But I've mm-hmm. never yeah i've never been able to to do that i mean i wish i wish i i was able to but i i just don't have it in and i'm too frugal mm-hmm. i'm way too frugal so hey, did you ask me a question as well oh, uh just what silhouettes was, and styles do you want to explore yeah um you don't have to disclose a bunch of nda stuff but just what would you like to explore <laughs> well, no no i mean nothing that we're working on is nda um because it's like i'm the person that would be needing to keep me confidential like the I think we're trying to explore what it looks like to, um, I mean, what we, we're stepping into cut and sew in 2021 and trying to do some mm. elevating everything from ground up. We're, we're developing our own knits. We're developing wow. a mohair cardigan right now. Oh, come we're on. On a pant, we're working on a pant silhouette. Um, all this stuff is, all this stuff is very much so like, um, first stage of samples or okay. or in a while we'll probably introduce more like posh like silhouettes and mm-hmm. i guess like higher more expensive feeling cut and sewn items and we'll gradually build them into collections instead of going full cut and sewn out the jump okay. because that's smart um that's sort of how we've always approached things is like learn how to do one thing really well at a time and yeah. sort of grow, grow in your, in, in your sort of design muscles that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a lot of stuff we're working on, man. I'm working on a shoe right now and like a sneaker, but it's more kind of in the direction of 
like uh, I don't really imagine any of the stuff being super as wearable. It's more like a performative almost, if that makes okay. sense. There's a lot of like mm-hmm. exaggerated ideas that I want to do and accessories and maybe even footwear that's kind of more so taking the approach of seeing clothes as like modern art, less so yeah. like practical wear. Okay. Um, just because in footwear, it's, I mean, I would love to do any super practical footwear collaboration with who has established themselves as the best. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to do Converse or Vans, Doc Martens, people that where you're like, okay, this is like the best version of the shoe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love, um, I don't love the recycling, the like doing people doing custom versions of Jordan ones and dunks. Yeah. I respect the hustle. There's a million um, of them now, but it's, yeah, it's feeling pretty oversaturated and it happened so rapidly, man. It's like everyone it got their samples cool. back yeah. in the same two weeks. It was and pretty crazy. Them. I think yeah. every, everybody just found like the one manufacturer who will up. do it. Yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. We, we actually got in touch with them about an idea guys, that Saul had. Uh, not not like a podcast shoe, but just a completely Sorry. random idea. Solid yeah. Pod dunk. Pod dunk. Yeah, it's a microphone instead of swoosh. Uh, well, no, yeah, we worked on. We did a dunk. We did a dunk with it. When the and the and the swoosh was a B, like a undercase B, like a like almost like in a Futura style font, and and it was oh, in a green colorway. Okay. It had an aged sole, and we 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 were just too late you know yeah and and there's a level of just like we we don't like entering fields like that are oversaturated super saturated it's For just sure. not really For sure it's not how we really position ourselves but we'll, we'll we'll maybe just like post them or something like that that's something yeah. what we do and we feel like we missed when we missed sort of an opportunity we'll just be like yeah hey, we did this like check it out i We're love seeing it. your guys sample posts that's mm-hmm. something i don't see in other brands is posting the stuff that didn't make it to the final cut like Thank you, man. That's I think really it's interesting. We're, we're we're designing so so much clothes mm-hmm. um, right now, and we just don't want to see those efforts just wasted. If that makes no, sense, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I think it gives us an opportunity to kind of bring people into our design process in just like a super super tangible way. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, we're not doing just seeing so- seeing that like screenshotting it so I can check it out later because i know like it's a sample and it's not going to be on your instagram forever gotta yeah. gotta archive it gotta get that that info um but on the topic <laughs> yeah, of this thinking. like you detailing some stuff that might be coming on the future i just want to give mm-hmm. a quick shout out we have a member of our discord named billy rushman who he is might a shit himself. humongous humongous fan of what you do so i'm oh, sure man. he's shout losing shout out billy you heard it from the man himself zach billy uh, rush He's losing his mind right now. I guarantee it. Thank you, thank you, um, Billy, for supporting supporting us, man. He just got the thank Holy you. Cross jacket from from Hell the, yeah. Goliath. Um, so very exciting Hell stuff. Yeah. You know, he's so, freaking man. out right now. I guarantee it. Uh, um, Billy, that wonderful note, Zach. This is a big question. Do you like the current state of fashion? If so, why? If not, why? Um, I love that everyone has access. I mm-hmm. think that's really tight. I I think that's like one of the coolest. I, I would say that's really cool. I think that inherently like really has saturated everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the barrier of access to clothes right now is so, it's so easy that there's just so much. 
Um, but there's so much of everything, you know, there's so yeah. much music, there's so much, there's so much like Netflix, there's so many shorts, there's so much YouTube yep. videos, there's so many, so podcasts. many podcasts. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, and a piece of me, I mean, as a, I can speak as a consumer, I, I miss, I miss torrenting music so much. Uh, like I miss, I miss like illegally downloading songs or I remember when I was younger, super young, getting an, a $15 iTunes gift card Oh my god! and how meaning and how meaningful music was to yeah, me. Yeah. The pick and choose. Like, what do I yeah. want? And now we, I, we listen to music all day and night because we mm-hmm. commute almost an hour to and from work. We have music playing at the office and there's just something that changes in, in your relationship with, I think anything when it just becomes super accessible, it's really hard to preserve the, that like relationship with, with, with the, with the media or content or whatever it is, where it feels as special. And I wish you get, like spoiled for choice almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit spoiled about everything creatively, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it's very, um, very well said. And, but I don't have the self-control to really change it um to just be brutally honest i feel almost like like conditioned now Mm -hmm. um which kind of sucks uh but i mean speaking more about the fashion industry i guess in scope Mm. um i think it's i mean it is what it is i I don't like championing like negativity really Mm -hmm. because um i have standards as a human being and how i want (laughs) to treat other people and and what i feel like is appropriate to tell people and what I feel like is appropriate to share, um, and there's a there's a bit there's a, there's more than that that I would I would like, but mm. also I think it's totally cool for people to share their own shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I would ne- I would never hate on anyone like um, directly. I don't think um, definitely behind closed doors, unfortunately, because that's kind of what designing is is just like saying no, this is ass to like 99 percent of things and like yeah. being cool with your one percent. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I like a, I don't know. Do we talk? Did I say this on the pod or was it before? Where I was saying like it's interesting to see like the irony in American fashion and how it's going forward. I think that was right before was we that, started recording. Yeah, it was right before. Yeah. I'm really interested in that. Like, I, I think it's really interesting that we're rejecting traditional American visuals mm-hmm. and ideas in a in a in a legitimate way, but we can dress like white trash, like a white trash racist, in a ironic way, and it's merited as <laughs> forward. Mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting what that says culturally, like, and how ironic and detached we've become culturally. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where that goes and where that ends. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see the future. To me, all the saturation and the overdoing of things always feels like opportunity. Yeah. Um, because in my head the ease of access means that it takes more self-control to to not share your work and to take time to distribute it well mm-hmm. and uh and it's a lot of people people oversharing to me is a constant opportunity and a reminder to say oh this kind of worked oh this didn't work at all if yeah. we were to do something like this it would be we would change it these 10 or 20 ways mm-hmm. um because that's where that's where fashion is at um i don't know how i feel about i think i think the streetwear like art era thing that sort of virgil has really pushed where it's this idea of like the five percent approach and where you know 
people really want familiarity and they just want to ch- like they want things tweaked a little bit but they want it to be similar enough mm-hmm. to where they feel like they've already accepted it which is why like the 10 collection was so fire and that's why everyone's just flipping the dunk logo and that's like cool now it's it's it speaks um i think it's i think it defines us culturally in a way that concerns me and that there's not that much integrity in the design process anymore yeah, there's not there's not yeah. very many people musically in fashion and in a lot of these things where they are truly starting from themselves it feels yeah. like they're starting from a finished product and saying i'm going to change this and make it 25 percent me um but that that doesn't but it's working. So that works for a lot of people, you know, like just, just kind of choosing to put their little spin on things is, is, is what, is what there's a huge appetite for right now. So Mm -hmm. it's obviously what you have to do from like a business perspective Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, but I worry where that will, where that will lead us. Yeah. Because I feel like it's foreshadowing a lot of ways in hip hop, which like became rock and roll in the 2000s, 2010s became really really insanely important and um just like the the, the cultural voice right it, it's it's who we are and then 2016 was hair metal hip-hop which is like mm-hmm. when rock and roll became metal and hair metal and it mm-hmm. became more about aesthetics than actual products than actual like storytelling mm-hmm. and it killed the genre and that's where i that's what what my biggest worry would be would be like how many times can we spin something until we've killed this sort of like wave almost this like whole sort of yeah, moment? Absolutely. Um, I would, I would assume that it will kill us or kill us. Meaning like streetwear will, will die. It'll and choke itself out. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think it's like uh it will reiterate and create new life over and over again. And, and mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't say this to be like gloomy or like be like, dead end but like it's like like nihilistic or whatever but i i'm i am curious to see how rapid it will it will end like because i i it feels kind of like it could it could die like very rapidly like in six months mm. and i just yeah. am curious when it feels like we're reaching a snowball point almost oh 100 well, percent. already hit it i think um, there's just so much so as a consumer you kind of have to pick and choose kind of hold on for dear life to the brands that you really ride or die for yeah because at some point you fast food eat content and and clothing ideas and eventually you get sick mm-hmm. yeah right like eventually <laughs> eventually you get sick to your it's stomach too much and you say like yeah. eventually those, uh, those mcnuggets are going to come back up yep for real you know so i mean i i'll be curious to sort of see where that ends but um more than any yeah more than anything i'm you know i'm in it you know, like, so mm-hmm. I, uh, so I'm, I'm with the shits, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking on board with whatever's going on. I'm, I, I'm going to bring my own perspective to the table, but you know, I, there's, there's like some, I guess like fear, like, uh, uh, I don't know, because whatever you want to call it into the world, I guess, sort of mindset towards it, but that's just mm-hmm. kind of my personality too. So makes sense. Oh, absolutely. So- with basket case we've talked about things that we've enjoyed i think before the pod we were going crazy over the the milk denim um talked about it at fit check um but maybe shifting over to you what has been your favorite piece that you've released and what has been your favorite piece that you've never released that like that never ended up coming out 
Yeah. Oh man. Uh, let me see here. If you can't pick one too, that's okay. You can you can throw out a couple. My favorite piece. My favorite piece. Damn, I don't even know, man. <laughs> I, I that's good. I don't know if I have. Yeah. I don't know if I truly have one piece that I like. I would say like there's a little bit of homage to the new Western graphic and kind of mm-hmm. like what kind of doors it opened for us. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of become our box logo in a lot of ways. Yeah. The denim where, where, yeah. Like there's like, Oh, I'm, I'm very, I'm proud that this is, you know, created value and, and opportunity and also just real life money for three or four years now because we've chosen to keep the distribution of it narrow but the fact that it's resonating over and over again is super validating um i so i I guess i guess that's the the cookie cutter the 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 straightforward answer without thinking too hard about it would be the new western denims more specifically the vintage pairs because of the amount of character that's in each of them and 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 just like being a flea market person and and hand picking all of them and like just like the unique distressing on certain parts of the pants and how like some of them have a print that goes over like a hole in the denim and it kind of fucks up the print but we kind mm-hmm. of love it you know like there's <laughs> that, that that i i think i really love that my favorite piece that we haven't released um that's tough man that's tough <laughs> That's super tough. Let me uh, give me give me two seconds. I'm actually just gonna look in this in this For folder sure. really quick. Sure. Uh, let's see. We did a. Oh, I think I think I would probably also say, the. Uh, there's a script, um, a script denim sample that we posted a little while ago. Okay. It was just like cursive all over print. Oh yeah. Like an indigo pair. Yeah. Yep. And this and like the the physical samples like were like not they were just like not good enough to sell mm-hmm. and I, I really like those I, I probably have more if I were to really sit and think about it but most recently I I remember really wanting to be able to do those mm-hmm. and being super bummed that they just didn't work yeah so I think those I think those have man. there been any pieces that you guys decided like not to release but the reaction maybe in the comments or or just you know from people that you showed them to was really overwhelmingly positive and you kind of like regret not releasing them yeah release them down the road i feel like there's a lot of those shorts Mm -hmm. yeah the unstudy shorts were the the biggest one for sure that was like we so like we do we we approach graphic design um similar to like how a hip-hop artist will produce records and sample like 10 second loops we like we're we're like we're like print nerds like so we're (laughs) sourcing tons of like vintage yearbooks magazines like newspapers and sort of just kind of finding these traditional illustrations or like Mm -hmm. uh little one takes um and the unstudy shorts were just this like idea of just like yo i think we're just gonna put them all over and sort of see how it works and i and i didn't think that there would be an appetite for <laughs> a lack of graphic design structure printed on shorts or like if that makes sense we just took it and yeah, printed yeah. kind of all over the shorts mm-hmm. and people were really stoked and i didn't really i had no i i i thought that they would do really well as content if that makes sense like i thought okay. that it would be like something where it's like oh people are going to be interested in looking at this 
because it's avant-garde eye-catching in, in some ways um but i think that whole style has now become something where we're like we want to actually lean into just this kind of all over not all over print i guess but just like an amalgamation of graphic references and kind of putting them near each other and like a maybe like a collage style mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyways yeah i mean that, that, that's been that, that's been something that i didn't anticipate that that ended up working and i actually am super stoked because i liked them but i thought they were like one of those things where it's like i like it but it's not for for, for to be mass distributed you know yeah, for sure but over and over but over and over again that's kind of proven um to be wrong i think the the more honest you are to yourself the more people actually feel um connect connected to you and i think that's what people want more than anything so absolutely I'm kind of refuting myself absolutely so you spoke a little bit in your last answer about sourcing yearbooks magazines old newspapers etc um maybe stepping away from those what are the inspirations behind maybe the other references you've used probably most notably is the new jersey devils logo like oh what inspires what is the pick and choose is it stuff you were into when you were a kid is it stuff that you just happened to come across and you thought it looked cool mm -hmm. what's the inspo yeah. so i mean most of the graphics are just like it's 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 personal style and just kind mm -hmm. of saying like like less is more right like it's like yeah. i sort of lean more towards graphic design that is like simpler and and more so think of like placement and 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 um um, like what, what, what medium are we printing on? And that's sort of like where, where I think it's more important to kind of like for us to be m more creative, if that makes sense. Um, oh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say there though. Uh, but like, yeah, some of the, the, some of it is just like, like for the, the, the devil's logo was just, um, kind of looking at, kind of looking at the, uh, the industry and just saying like, and just seeing like how post, like we're, we're talking about this, like how many times can you iterate things over and over again and change them and flip them? Yeah. The, the flipping the New Jersey Devils D into a B was just me saying like, if Ian Connor can take the Bjork logo and turn it into Sicko, then I'm gonna do the same thing because that's what people want. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not in the same space. And mm -hmm. like, I think it's a, in general, it's just a great sports team logo. It it's resonates logo. Yeah. sort of like horns, the devil sort of mindset is very popping to be like satanic nowadays, but I don't fucking care for, to like, that doesn't mean anything to me that it was more so just saying like post-modernity and then just saying, here we are. And that's it. Like so, sometimes it's go. as simple as um, just saying like, it's important to have integrity as a designer and artist and sort of make things feel carefully curated and, 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 and have honesty, integrity, all those things. But sometimes you just like, it is important for us to say, we're going to push the streetwear button right now. Mm -hmm. We're going to give value to, you know, a huge crowd and say like, this is us like, you know, and not feel like everything needs to be this like super niche, um, like, weird or whatever just unique process right like mo more more of a product than not is 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 different than traditional streetwear mm, but sometimes i being a, being just a business owner to me it's important to just to 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 exist in the space and acknowledge where you're at and, and that was sort of where it was to me it's okay to do that as long as it's not most of what we are um yeah. 
if it, if it, if it's like only like for me to, to, to have peace of mind, I just want it to be like just a little piece of who we are, if that makes sense, just to kind of give an ode to like, this is the streetwear era where everyone was just bootlegging everything. And that's, how, and that's just where we're at, you know, yeah. It, yeah. that's simple. That makes sense. It's not deep. Um, sometimes I think it's important to not be deep to kind of take the, yeah, just to kind of accept things it. at surface value. Um, yeah, for sure. So yeah. Gotcha. Very well said. Um, so how has living in LA influenced the style of basket case? Are you kind of seeing different things around that you're taking from in LA? Do you think it has even influenced your own style? Like if you had ended up in Arizona, Michigan, sure. Do you think it would have come out as the, the same brand? Um, I, I definitely, you definitely dress different based on where you're located geographically. I'd be, mm -hmm. I'd be, I'd be foolish to say anything different than that. But I, I think um, LA for me or being, for me moving from San Diego to Orange County for school and choosing to stay here mm -hmm. was more about um, me accepting like that, like a cultural difference and how and how artistry is viewed if that makes sense mm -hmm. i come from like san diego inherently I, and i love san diego my whole family's in san diego inherently it's a military town that's extremely practical and so there's not a lot of space for thinking about uh, like um ideas for the sake of thinking about ideas it's mm -hmm. always turned into a practical conversation yeah. and being in orange county it was the first time where people interested in talking about things just for the sake of talking about them sure and so being in a new geographic space it was just the creative space that i needed to to, to allow myself to be myself completely if that makes sense mm -hmm. um of course, yeah aesthetically there are corners of la that dress really well um for the most part everyone dresses like shit here um it's very brand centric um a lot Come of hearts. um yeah it's <clears throat> yeah exactly. it's 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 logo it's logo centric it's a lot about wearing money if that makes sense mm -hmm. yep. and i don't really like that um i like uh there's but i like i like there's little corners you know like i i live in i live in costa mesa newport beach which is like really skate surf influenced and i really there's like a there's like a there's like a i'm i think i'm more influenced by like skaters who dress really well and mm -hmm. pull off like more formal outfits or like wear really lazy outfits and mm -hmm. there's like a there's a level of that where I'm like oh this is so cool but I don't necessarily feel when I'm in LA and I see people even when they dress really well it just feels very I mean people for the most part in LA they come to LA to, to, to try and make it happen mm -hmm. and that's a really insecure place to be and a lot of people dress out of that too and I'm a person that I feel like I try, like I read people pretty well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people in LA, I feel like dress and they're trying to prove something and you can feel it. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, even if they're dressed really well, I, I, to me, the ultimate sign of someone that's like really killing a, an outfit or whatever is like them being completely themselves in it as well. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, has it influenced me to answer your question though? Of course. Like I, I, I for sure, um, I for sure, I am visually in taking things that are influencing me without even knowing it all the time. I would for sure design differently if I was in Michigan. I might not even design if I was in Michigan, you know? Um, 
but yeah, I mean, LA is cool. It's, it's, there's, mm-hmm. we, we work in downtown LA every day. Um, and we work right above the Sancy alleys and the Sancy alleys are these alleys where it's basically these like family run little, like almost like stands and they sell like shitty, like touristy, like Chinese made like hats that are feeling like shit, or they sell like bootleg luggage or, a lot of them sell masks. A lot of them are phone cases. And it's a lot of people like it's families that are there and they're just hustling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's the um, only option. Yeah. That's the only option. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, families are living above the, the, the shop or whatever that they're, they're working out of. Mm-hmm. And that influences me that not necessarily like the, the, the product, but, but seeing people, show up every day mm-hmm. um and be like it's this it's this or else i'm working and this is from a family or this and the above um that influences me more than i guess like the aesthetics of la for sure um, is like being in that area um i like to try and stay grounded in in that mindset and not really take any anything for granted so mm-hmm. so i like that i like that a lot um that's really refreshing oh, or, or maybe not refreshing yeah. but a good reminder in a lot of ways so mm-hmm. for sure but yeah LA is cool though. I don't want to shit on LA. I don't love it for me. I don't think I, I, I live 45 minutes South of LA. Okay. Orange County, which also sucks in a lot of ways. Orange County has a lot of like, there's a lot of MAGA behavior in Orange County. That's highly questionable. Ooh. A lot of conspiracy speak in the streets. A lot of people that are like, like uh, protesting against Bill Gates on corners and shit, just like off of like three Facebook posts they read, which is like so scary to think that's the timeline that we live in. But, yeah, you know, the, Bill, but, uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is the uh, the Illuminati, the sleeper cell. <laughs> they they Dude, actually. I don't even know. It's crazy though, man. It's crazy getting into those conversations nowadays, especially around the time of the election. How it just like there's there's literally conversations you have, and they immediately just go to like these like crazy, like third level assumptions. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, there's no, that's completely aside the point. Yeah. It'll but be LA people... is cool. LA yeah. is cool. Um, there's really cool people. There's, there's LA is like all other places. There's good and bad people. You find mm-hmm. the people that are like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as, it's not as glamorous or as it's, it's honestly COVID has hit LA really hard and okay. homelessness is really bad. Um, it's very dirty. It's mm-hmm. not like being in a lot of LA, like not the Hills. It's, it's, it's rough. I mean, just to put straightforward. Um, but there's some good people, man. There's a lot of good food. Um, and it's where we're at now. I mean, we might, we, we're, we're talking about maybe transitioning to New York at some point in the next 18 months, just to like do okay. a year. Yeah. Try and open up shop and just like, cause our, most of our audience is actually based in New York, ironically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're, we might make that transition, but we're an internet brand, so we can kind of we can kind of be wherever. Yeah, you can be nomadic in that sense. <laughs> yeah. On the topic yeah. of LA, though, Saul and I have both never been. We talked about this a little bit with In and Out Burger, but what spots would you have recommended to us as LA noobs if we kept with the original plan and recorded this <laughs> episode in person? Dang, that's tough. I would have. Uh, I mean, there's some good. Uh, there's some good like fast food spots that mm-hmm. are like uh, family-owned corners where they like serve like these, this huge like a uh, whole half chicken on top of a bed of like garlic fries, and it's like you'll eat it all and just like feel terrible for like 48 hours. But it's like this incredible experience. Um, I would have for sure taken you to In and Out. Uh, 
Oh, uh, Sugarfish in LA is really good. It's like a, it's like sushi, uh, but it's like uh, I'm forgetting what it's called. I, I feel so uncultured, but it's like when sushi is served independent and then also in a roll and then also just the okay. fish, a sashimi. Um, it's really nice. It's like they have one in LA and New York. It's like maybe mm-hmm. thirty bucks a person, so kind of expensive, oh. but it's a set oh. menu. And oh, they nice. serve it all. Omakase. They like serve everything one by itself, and you and they have like you're supposed to garnish it all separately. That's it's an experience. That's like, it's super. Yeah, that's super fun. That's like a fun, uh, like treat kind of spot. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is um, for sure. Um, I'm from San Diego. I would take you guys. I, assuming I have more knowledge on San Diego like food than 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 LA. Mm-hmm. but we ha- in san diego we have this special breed of mexican food where it's like the most insanely good mexican food because it's so close and it's to the border so there's a lot yep. of like like real ass mexican food but Extremely it's like blended yeah it's blended with like american fast food okay and so they have like taco bell items where you're getting like a like a like a whole size flour tortilla that's filled with like like real authentically cooked carne asada steak, but also has like French fries and guacamole in it. And it's like the, my absolute favorite food in the that world. That sounds spectacular. It's so bad for you, <laughs> but it's like, it's like the best, man. It's the best. And I, I haven't found Mexican food that has like done the San Diego thing, which are like these every street corner, you can get like a California burrito Mm-hmm. which is like steak and fries, but it's like real carne asada and they cook the fries really good. And it's super bomb. Um, we don't really have, as you, as you, OC is hella gentrified. So the food just gets like really healthy, which is great mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but it's, it doesn't have the, quite the soul. And then LA, there's a lot of good taco spots, but they're mostly like, ta- like taco shops. Like, so mm-hmm. you're just, you're mostly yep, going you to get tacos, but that special shitty American Mexican fusion <laughs> of just absolute, just caloric intake i haven't found again man but that's my number one and i would <laughs> i would try and find a spot like that for you guys i think much appreciated get yeah. prepare for uh part two where we're just doing a food tour with zach plan, plan, dressed plan head, to to toe, head to toe basket case going around to different burritos. Spots in LA. what is it podcasters on uh podcasters on their feet because we flew out to la and we aren't renting a car eating eating burritos yeah. i was going Dude, for uh, comedians and cars getting coffee deal oh the worst the worst produced tv show of all time man it's so boring nothing happens <laughs> you know, know what happens that. you just read the the title of the show and you know exactly what happens the one with jim carrey is pretty great though where he's like going through like a full existential crisis <laughs> oh yeah that's fire he's like i haven't spoken in the last six months here's my paintings and they're like is jim carrey okay and, and the like, answer Let's is get no in the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey jim are you okay and he's like who is jim and then it's and just like, like awkward oh the entire episode yeah man yeah man gotta love it oh so zach what is your all-time biggest fashion grail like your your one item that you have been searching after like like you, you need to have it in your life you might already have it though what's, what's the number one man that's a good question that is a good question um i don't know if i have an all-time i don't i don't know if i have an all-time one um mm. but I definitely could tell you what I'm, what's on my grilled watch list right now. Okay. 
Um, I'm trying to find, I'm, I've been trying to find a pair of, I got Christian the Rick Owens Birkenstocks for his birthday. Hmm. They're only in stock in size like eight. He has like yeah. super small feet, man. I would really love a pair of those, but I can't even find them in my size anywhere, really hard to anywhere find. in the internet, yeah. dude. What's your and, size? Uh, I'm like size 12 or size yeah, 13. But I'll, I'll do yeah, the exact same boat. Yeah. yeah, I'll do 11 and a half some... to 14. They don't even yeah. make some Rick Owen shoes in a 45, which is a yeah. 13. That's, that's no, 12. a 12. That's like what I wear. Yeah. In, in My Ramones stuff. are like a 44 and I just wear them yep. without the sole in it. It's a yeah. bummer. But I mean, I, I blew out the back of my Ramones that I wore for like five years, just oh. like every day. They just actually ripped, which was pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but I wear those as well. Um, I'm looking at a pair of, here, let me just, I'm going to actually just tell you what I'm looking at here um grilled this pair of the sandals here give me a second i'll tell you uh, yeah the rick burks i may have i found a stock list for him like a month and a half ago with every size so if i can find that again i'll i'll shoot it your way oh please do actually oh it might have been right from, from rick though and the prices were super inflated because on essence high, yeah. they're like 250 but on rick's website they're like 600 um the prada the prada bowling shirts from like 2018 yep. i really liked all those those are one of my all-time I, I, don't own, I don't own any of them but i would love to get one of those uh, i have a rep I'm of waiting. one of them how is it it's spectacular it was 40 dollars. Oh, great quality spectacular yeah, i have dude. a i have a ig fit pick in it it's uh right, it's got elvis and cleopatra kissing on one side and then on the other side it's oh like, i know exactly this what you're talking like a couch about print. yeah yeah, dude, I remember, I remember Vic Mensa yep. wearing, wearing wearing that shirt and being blown away by it. It's crazy. Uh, the Capital Smile Watch I really want. Nice. Um, my friend Bryant has it, and it's mm-hmm. not great quality, so I don't really want to pay full retail for it. The Calvin Klein Raff uh, boots. Wait, uh, you mean the... uh, you mean these? Hey. <laughs> flexing on me i want the black ones with the strap on the side and the steel toe oh those are so crazy I've, yeah I've you can take fit picks in the mirrored toe yeah bro i ended up um i ended up buying the 80s uh steel toe boot because i was oh, nice. curious about those i like those they're kind of cool the 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 the, the uh the silhouette's kind of cool but i just i i, I just chose to spend 300 dollars on a pair of boots instead of two grands because it's just not in my dna man to spend two racks <laughs> i got on these ones for 280 280 bucks yep off of vestiaire they're size 12 and a half no shit dude that's a good ass come up man thank you yeah i was i was freaking out because i offered 400 they declined the offer and then they kept reducing the price because they weren't selling so i ended up getting for for 120 less than what i offered originally wait sga where is that vestiaire collective it's like grail but for europe oh cool yeah, I'll look it up. I never heard of that. Yeah, they they um, uh, major steals. We have very similar tastes and stuff. Capital, Raf, Calvin, Birkenstocks, Rick, yeah, and we wear the same sure. sizes, just... so we're probably competing over everything. Uh oh, uh oh. Looks like we might have to do some trades. I might, I might, Anytime, I might King. pull the trigger on these fall winter oh eight crust creeper boots from Rick. They're like the super mm. high boots. I have those in my like save on Grailed. Oh really? Yeah. This exact pair, huh? Yep. They have like a bunch of celebrities wearing them and shit yep. in, the, in, the, in the slideshow. It's like the only pair available in that size ever. Right? I was like, yep. man, I kind of like, if it had the box, I probably would have pulled the trigger. I want a pair of the, 
the Yeezy, um, the Yeezy season six boots in Auburn, the orange color. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really want those. Um, but I haven't been able to, I've only been able to find them in like the Oxblood colorway and the okay. Auburn colorway, I think is just a little bit too fall. There's like a, I'm like, I'm a white guy. So me wearing uh, Auburn boots stops seeming for fashion forward and starts seeming like ROTC. <laughs> and there's just like a thin line, you know, yeah. it's kind of tough to sort of, it's hard to and navigate. then I want a pair of, uh, I want a pair of, uh, I want a pair of low top Ramones and just like all white. I've always oh, wanted nice. a pair of those. I've never been able to find those preferably, preferably mainline, but, but yeah, man, that's some stuff that I'm looking at right now. I, I don't have an all time grail though, to be honest with you. I, I, uh, I don't really like to let myself get too into just as a, just to, as a, just being disciplined as a, as a human being, I try and like, the stuff that I like is generally like um, aspirational. Like I could actually sure. make the purchase mm-hmm. eventually if, if like we had some crazy good moment as a business or something like that. Less like like an Audemars Piglet watch or like something raft that's like fifteen grand or something like that. I'm, mm-hmm. In general, those things I, I I just they I don't I've never even let myself be like oh, no those it. are so out of scope where it's like yeah. oh, I'll just appreciate those yeah. in the timeline. I'm gonna go buy these calvin jeans that raft designed that have a weird house and the american flag on them yeah i know exactly what that's talking about i actually love that i was like one of my favorite purchases of the summer <laughs> oh good ass purchase good ass purchase yeah man i mean those that, that's that's sort of what i'm looking at right now uh yeah we'll see i probably buy those those boots if they if they drop a little bit lower and then yeah. i might sell i might sell some stuff in general i try and keep that practice even though it's not as necessary anymore i try and sell stuff Mm-hmm. to 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 merit new new product and for as much as i can you know yeah, yeah. um it's like trading in your car yeah. to get a new car yeah for sure what am i gonna do for with sure, this whole sure. thing yeah yeah <laughs> i think i'm gonna leverage and create a because so we wanted to start a vintage store that was just vintage for the sake of vintage and then we were like oh because we have all this back stock of vintage that we've re- we've bought and referenced and kind of just like mm. try to find some more materials and then i wanted to just like start a a closet page where I could just sell my old stuff that I didn't want for just okay. like reasonable prices, but just cause I didn't want it. Some of the stuff I just didn't want to take to like Buffalo exchange or second yeah. street or whatever these sell stores. Um, but I didn't want to fully put them on eBay. You know, they're like in that mm-hmm. in between area of like, this is like a decent piece. I don't want to get like 10 bucks for it, but I don't, it's not good enough for me to like fully make an eBay page for it. Yeah. So I've been trying yeah. to figure out kind of how to like sell through that in between sort of product yeah but i don't want to manage another instagram page at the same time too so <laughs> do you do all the so social media for for basket case uh, i do most of it i mean okay. we, we so me and christian christian is my like right hand in terms of like uh helping curate and decision making create design mm-hmm. and uh all the photos for um, sure. so he will run it he'll run it um sometimes um when i'm when it's when i'm working on something else um but uh, but I try and do, I try and do, a, a decent chunk of it. I think it's important mm-hmm. when you're where we're at as a brand, um, for me to be speaking for us. Um, yeah. Because oh, one hundred percent. I think it's unnecessary to like, I don't know. I'm just a big. I, I think that that like level of um, direct connection to whoever's mm-hmm. creating the thing is like for for our generation is super valuable it's very big from a consumer that's what i was talking about earlier like getting a response from you guys after asking a question yeah. in the comments is huge 
for sure yeah treating people like human beings man mm-hmm. human beings on start. the topic of this could be the brand this could be you zach what is your dream collab this could be something you want to see done whether it be like you want rick to do a pair of timberlands or it could be what do you want basket case to do what's the dream collab or you could do both i definitely don't know what collab i'd want from major brands because i don't really think about clothes like that i all mm-hmm. my like a uh, mental process is generally occupied thinking about what how can we do something new all the times mm-hmm. but i mean yeah i would love to work with uh i think i think the most practical ones would be the most would be the most important to me because mm-hmm. as a consumer like i always loved like very utility products where they can kind of either work with everything or elevate kind of everything so it would be really cool to do i don't think i'd be interested in um i mean i don't want to say that i don't know if i wouldn't be interested with working with nike but i mean i would say uh because of course i would take that opportunity in a heartbeat but but i think like like what i was saying earlier working with vans working with converse working with uh doc martens working with uh uh, yeah, I mean, I guess those three, like just, just like the, uh, the practicality of those, like being mm-hmm. able to like take something that truly could be like an everyday thing where someone could wear it every single day with everything and it work, but putting our touch on it and distributing it really like scarcely would be really special for me because um, that's always who I've been. Like, I've always been the person that um, dresses pretty simply, but likes to just um, like do small tweaks to make it feel elevated. And and that's kind of how we've styled a lot of our brand has just been like, how do you um, like, how do we be really creative in these small spaces, but make, make it. And and so that it feels really different and really us, but also Mm -hmm. like we want it to be dressed and, and, and and taken in in a way where it feels um, um i just like tangible like acceptable like 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 it like it like it really like it works so i think those would those would be profound oh in and out burger in and out burger would be hard would be be hard we would need to be way way larger as a brand for sure Mm -hmm. um because if we were to do something like that now immediately it would it would feel really corporate and out of touch i think but doing like a like a like a general consumer product that isn't even clothes would be really tight it would be super super dope oh absolutely uh, yeah something like that but yeah man i think those those would be my favorite i love it those are some good picks yeah working with nike would be a dream just for, for what anybody, about you guys really. what would be what would be your guys's dream collaboration as the, a consumer as a consumer i would love to see birkenstock work with jackma um okay do like some crazy artichoke Boston's and Arizona's with like be hard. real silver hardware. I would I would eat those up. That would be that would be hard. Much appreciated, Solly boy. What, what do you got? Do like Rick Owens with like okay. shot leather. I want accessible Rick okay. leather. But shots already so pricey retail too. But I mean. I want like classic Americana Rick with Rick scary. Do you want mega laced shot leather jackets? No, no, no. no. I just want those like giant exaggerated shoulders, but with that like biker cut. 
Okay. You know, in his yeah, women's sure. collection, how he had like the Neon Genesis shoulders. Yes. Because yeah. I mean, shots no stranger to collabs. They do Supreme every year. Yep. Wait, is it every year? Just about. I, I thought mean, Vanson is more of oh, a... Oh, I guess Vanson, Vanson does Supreme more often. But Shot's definitely done Supreme, I feel like. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I got it mixed up. Yeah. But I think that would yeah, that'd be sick. Which is funny because yeah. neither uh, of those. us wear Rick regularly. So we're... You can't. You can't wear Rick regularly. We're tapped think. into the Rick meta, but neither yeah. of us are, are dripping in the, in the dark wear. I love it, bro. I love the memes where it's like, what if I proposed in full Rick? And it's like, <laughs> it's like the full Rick suit. Is that what you I did that. when you proposed? Were you, yes, were you actually, full no, for King. sure. Hell yeah. That That's a, that's a, no, no, I'm kidding. No, but that's a, that's a, uh, that's a joke. That's a running joke at the office. It's like, what about this? But in full Rick, it's sort of like a <laughs> thing. Because I love it, bro. It's like fucking alien athletic wear, bro. He's the go, man. He goes crazy. Everything He's he awesome. does is wild. So he can't he can't make a mistake at this point is the no. cool thing you know and he his like yeah. he's the fan base is gonna love it regardless of what dude, he does. yeah he's been so avant garde for so long that it's mm-hmm. like anything he does now it's like oh I don't get it but it's Rick you know let's do it <laughs> I like how he's experimenting with color a lot more recently too like he's not afraid to to go crazy and do blue fish scale kiss boots. I don't know if I like the color stuff that he's done lately, but I guess I really like, like the Neapolitan I think it's it's influenced by Tyrone, I would guess. Yeah, I mean, I I think I'm speaking mostly as a person that just wants to be able to to like buy the products. Okay. Because there's a there's like but so I guess I guess from just like a curiosity and seeing where it goes is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I so I so yeah I, I admire it. It's, it's all it's all good with it's all good with me, but. I haven't personally liked any of the stuff in color yet. Okay. But not, not like hated it. Not like no. It, it just hasn't resonated so far. Has, yeah. has fallen flat for me personally. So that's fair. But teach their own. Completely teach understandable. Their own, man. Completely yeah. understandable. Do you guys have a favorite designer? Both you guys. Uh, like for me, Raph Simmons or Raph's, um, yeah, Raph's my my main man. Um, sorry, I blank on his last name all the time. It is uh, uh, Masayuki Ino. He's the guy who does mm-hmm, doublet. Okay. I think he's one of the most creative people in the fashion space. He just seems like he cool. has fun. He just like yeah. fucks around. He's just like fuck it. I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna sew a stuffed teddy bear onto this this jacket and write doublet, and you all are gonna love it. And I'm like, yep, you're right. I I do love it. Yeah, this is incredible. <laughs> But as far as traditional guys go, Raph's my favorite. And my favorite Raph mm-hmm. is Raph Calvin. Like more than any oh, of ever. his mainline, more than any of his other time working with Dior, oh, Jill Sander, anything like that. Raph Calvin's my all-time I, favorite. I lo- I, no, no, no. I love his Jill Sander suiting. It's just so hard mm-hmm. to find. It's beautiful, but I mean, Raph Calvin takes cake for me. Yeah, that's fair. I love Raph, I love Raph Calvin, but I'm but I've been I've been I've been hesitant to say that it's my favorite ever. But if I were to be brutally honest, like I think I would probably agree. Yeah. Just because I think my my like uh like my t- like my taste and ability to uh, c- consume and appreciate has like evolved to a place where I felt like I could really appreciate it when it mm-hmm. came out. So it's more of that I think if I was like at the same like taste level, I guess for lack of for whatever i guess it sounds like posh or whatever but i i don't think i really was a, even able to like appreciate a lot of it when it was so strange when, when it was like, coming out because yeah i mean i'm not a calvin klein guy by any means like i had no loyalty to the brand but seeing raf do his thing there 
I think it just came down to how expensive the retails were because people aren't going to be spending $2,000 on a pair of boots that say Calvin Klein. Because Calvin Klein wasn't perceived as like a high luxury thing. People no, like, Raph went in and freaked it. That's twenty dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Raph went in, freaked it, and now everyone's becoming hip to it. A couple years after he left, and is Raph resident anywhere right now? Prada. Um, yeah, he oh. just started at Prada. I um, have a a connection that has a bunch of samples. Um, I, of, I keep the, of the Calvin stuff. Yeah. Um, if they have anything in your two sizes, I'll pass it along. What? Yeah, please, Lord, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Saul, dirty to me, dude. Saul, 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 it's from the do. unreleased collection. It's from his last collection that never his released. Last one there that never what? Came out. Yeah, yeah. Saul's got a right now, like a dude. long coat from it. It's got like a crazy chain in the pocket. What? Got to get on that wave, bro. You got me kind of fucked up right I'll now. Send it. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to act up. I'm about to start <laughs> acting up. <laughs> Live on the pod. Straight naughty. Straight naughty. Speaking to me, dude. Anyways, oh, let me gather that... myself again. Just... <laughs> what, what what is, is your goal in the in the fashion space? Like, do you want to have your your own brick and mortar store? Do you want to have your own collection somewhere? Like, what is it? If you do have one, like, do you, what what is your long reaching goal in the fashion space? Um, my uh, my long term goal is uh. I just like, I want to be, I want, I think I would like to get to a place where I I am respected enough as a designer that I can work across mediums. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've gotten the opportunity to work kind of in the music space, like just aiding like visual rollouts with some artists as well as like, uh, but like, that's all sort of the same muscle, but I'd like to get so good at um, both creating and distributing product in a way that feels compelling and has integrity and synergy with like the backstory of product that I could do it across. Um, like the, I, I would like those skills to be so good that basket case can be like the ultimate thing on my lifelong resume that I can, I could step into new mediums at, sure. in, a, in a way that's easier than if I was starting from scratch. Yep. Um, and then more than that, like I, like my, I don't have a, like a tangible goal um that is like i want to be in um you know like the the biggest brand in dover street market or like one of these high-end retailers um my head's not really there because Mm -hmm. i think that will come with time if the if like the if like the creative goals and i'm and i'm consistently like uh really like uh trying to just become the best at like what I I can do, you know, like I think those like being getting a brick and mortar or like having a physical gallery space that I'm really proud of will come if I kind of just am able to stay disciplined. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the bigger picture is like, I just want, I want to be able to run a, run a business that I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to, I want, I want people to feel like cared for, and I would like to have a reputation more like Patagonia than like Supreme, where people feel like um, they could trust the brand, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I want to be, I want to run a business that like treats um, everyone that works for it really well. Um, and, uh, and I want, like I, like, I think my mindset is more, like, I don't know if I will have 10 years of a creative term of being the late designer of basket case. Um, but like, I want to be able to 
set up a set build something that it's almost like able to not necessarily run itself but that i can like grow other people within it and have them represent be, be represented through the brand and it sort of he's a, he's a great it. person everybody he's a really good person is what we're now learning <laughs> yes <laughs> no come on stop the cap i'm actually pretty trash no we- but, i mean <laughs> Get out of here! No, no, no sh- shut up! I, I hate people. Actually, no, no, I'm, I'm a horrible person. I want everybody yeah, who works. Forget everything to burn. I just said. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you're a kid for that, like, man. That's yeah, where that's my incredible. head's at, though. That's you know? awesome. Like, that is that's because, great to hear. Oh, the other stuff goes, you know, like it, it might happen, it might not happen, but mm-hmm. like that, that's like that. I mean, there's so much uh, like sacrifice involved with like mm-hmm. running a business and trying to start something from scratch and it's super scary and you're putting yourself out there and letting everyone reject you and accept you. Yeah. Um, and that's only worth it to me if it's something that I can like lean on and be proud sure. of and sort of be like, like have like, you know, be better even than I am as a person, you know, I mean, ultimately it can't be better than the people that are, that make it up. But, you know, I mean, that's just sort of where, where my head's at because I want it to be long-term, man. I've always wanted it to be long-term. Um, and that's part of it. It's like, whatever the, it's like the, 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 there's no, there's no tangible goal. Um, there's no win that will that will finish it. it mm-hmm. It's more so like a legacy idea, if that makes sense. So absolutely, it does. Yeah. I'm a good ass person. Fuck off, dude. I'm just kidding. Except our I just have, inti- I just have intimacy issues. I guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> intimacy issues. I'm like, no, I'm not a good person. No, I hate myself. No, I'm really <laughs> mean, guys. I swear, I'm really mean, I'm really edgy. Um, you're dark. king for that, though. We, you know, we love to hear that sure. you're, you're doing the good stuff that you do because. I mean, we, we're uh, nowhere near that. We're nowhere near that in all in all those. But things. the mindset's you know, we're, there. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think you know, be I'm trying to be it. So hey, we'll, we'll get there eventually. We love it. We love it. All right. Big question. Final question of the main segment of this podcast, Zach. It's a question that we have had the pleasure of asking all of our guests on Pair of Kings podcast, and you will be no exception, my friend. Okay. Uh, it is a powerful question. It's confused, excited, and mystified many guests before. Zach, if you had a year to eat a door, hinges and doorknob included, do you think you could do it? If so, how would you go about the process? Hinges and door. Okay, a fine so the, oak. Fine oak. Okay, so so I'm 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 chopping the hinges and metal into pill-sized, like swallowable amounts. Smart. And I will I'll learn sort of at what pace I can take pills of metal and not die. Mm-hmm. And then the door we're approaching it in a myriad of ways. Okay. Um, where do I, where do I even start? Really? You <laughs> tell us. Yeah, you um, let us know. <laughs> first off, I think when I'm feeling like treating myself, I'm shaving mm-hmm. off strips and soaking the wood and water to kind of make it um, a bit um, this What is this called? When you Malleable? Can more malleable Mushy. and i'll probably stack it with some beef jerk Ooh. and i'll probably do that that's when i'm treating myself okay uh 
the other uh, there's going to be a good chunk of it that I'm that I'm going to have to be drinking ash. Mm-hmm. Um, just just for logistical purposes, there's no way you get through that much wood without breaking without it down drinking into ash some ash, and drinking yeah. it. Um, let's see. Hmm. You can't blend wood. You can you can throw some sawdust in a smoothie though. That's true. I don't know, dude. Sawdust smoothie sounds like you might kill yourself though a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like once we you, don't once want that, that. Shit hits your if you drink if you drink sawdust a small I enough amount like though. Your body will metabolize it and it will become solid. Ooh. I could be wrong. I think I saw that on house. Okay. Ooh. House. I, I know of it. I've never seen an episode. Maybe I should start so I can have more research. I don't know a lot about it, but I pot. do know that it's 100% real and okay. not made up is what I've heard at least. <laughs> yes. So, so, I mean, yeah, it looks like we're doing jerky strips through most of it. That's okay. going to be tough. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be know, a lot of work, but it's a big reward. I human accomplishment. Myself, yeah, if I believe in myself, and and if i have the right people around me mm-hmm. you know no one can do this alone i mean you're eating God the door on, on your side, own yeah who could stop me yeah um and i'll never give up wow I'll never i will never give up i love it that was beautiful that was powerful inspiring <laughs> what a way Thank to you. end What's your favorite answer of that? Has anyone given you something good? That was a great answer. The goat was Rashid. Uh, he is Rashid Wallace. Rashid Silvera no, would have been sick. Okay. Supermodel Saul's mentor. He's a man who wears a lot of different hats, but anyways, he said he, rather than consuming the door with his body, he would essentially consume it with his mind. He would spend a year getting to know the door getting to understand the door and becoming the door itself. And Saul and I basically broke into tears as he, <laughs> as he said crazy. this. It was an extremely emotional, moving experience. Saul and I both cried on that podcast. Yes, he did. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. it was I'm very really, happy that wasn't on Zoom. I was teary. Really it was on FaceTime. That was the first time we, we potted where we could see each other. And it was also the first time we both cried on the pod. It was big. Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah, beautiful, man. That was, that was a powerful. That's beautiful. But that's beautiful. I love the confidence in yours. I mean, you know, you know, you're what yeah. you're capable of, and clearly you well, yeah. are ready to accomplish what is what is put in front of you. I will never quit. Okay, I, like I will that. never quit until that. Don't I just don't. Just don't. <laughs> well, you don't actually no. have to do this, yeah. But but this is all hypotheticals, yeah. No, but no, 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 I love no. the, not a bitch. Episode two. <laughs> We will doors. eat the door of the studio basket case gallery. I will never quit. <laughs> I will never quit. You will never quit. This podcast is will it's just gonna keep going. We're I'll not quitting. Quit. We're, we're potting we're potting to the wheels fall off. What's on your finger, bro? Did you break it? Uh no, it's just a splint. I have a like tight tendon. Uh throwing fits, guys give me shit about it. But it it's it's just to uh like keep it in position basically i got a mm-hmm. wacky tendon oh it's kind of tight you should get like yeah. an elix one That'd be I, i'm making one myself I'll you're see making one do it yeah uh i need a splint to wear at night um okay it holds it like it's like a cast 
got you black but i I feel like you could kind of get off a really cool like accessory like combo yeah it's very alien it's very like i'll see if i can contact like a uh like a metal metal worker get it chromed out go to chrome hearts and get it covered in silver and leather chrome down baby i'll see i'll see what i can do i don't have an account with them though no we can we can connect you yeah (laughs) not really (laughs) i don't know maddie boy 90 i don't know him. damn it or any of the Starks. The Stark family. I read an article about them on Grail. It was so interesting just to hear more about the family. Crazy. That's hard. Craziness. So, Zach, we are an audio-based medium. That's um, what they tell us. We cannot see any of this. Well, we'll, we'll have like a We'll have a, a nice little preview. super cut. You get to see all our pretty faces on the Instagram. That's true. Um, but we also enjoy another sound-based thing, which is music. We do. Um, and for every episode, we ask our guests, or just John and I, to recommend a song of the week, something that we've been enjoying, listening to, whatever it may be. Oh, um, shit. Would you give us your song of the week? Um, I'm going to go with, off the top of my head, uh, Hooligan by Baby Keem has been Ooh. my favorite song this week. Okay. Great album. You guys heard? I don't know if I've heard Hooligan in particular, but I have listened to a fair amount of Baby Keem this year. Baby Keem is tight. I work with some of the people that did his music videos for the last couple projects. Ooh, is that he right? Is a cool, he's a cool dude, man. Yeah. He, uh, I had this awesome story about Baby Keem where he was a uh, he was like in the middle of a music video in in Compton. Okay. And they stopped his scene because he felt like his hairline wasn't right. And standing on the sidewalk, he called his barber, and he was standing on the barber on the sidewalk. And wow. His barber lined him up again. King mode. Really that's cool. in. That's madness. I love it. I want to have hard. And then I just believed all the toxic sort of confidence and all his music so much more after that. Yeah. I was like, okay, I will get the fuck off your dick, baby Keen. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? What about you guys? What have you guys been listening to? Are you guys hip hop heads? Or like, what yeah. is like your sort of, some, yeah? some extent. I think yeah. I fell out of it a little bit. I was a huge Migos, like culture one fan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, interesting. Interesting. Like, That's... That was my, that was my shit. And then I went back and I really like old Migos. And then I sort of fell out of like hip hop as a whole. Mm-hmm. Once like the new wave, like, I think like smoke perp killed hip hop for me okay wow one time i went to a post malone show during the during the tour of his first album uh smoke perp was supposed to headline and he didn't or not headline he was supposed to start the show open and he never showed up post malone's first ever tour too man at the observatory it was before he he got famous Uh, i paid 50 dollars for my ticket and i was in the third row and we waved at each other it was powerful Yeah, dude, I'm, I I saw the same show. I think he had like six songs on SoundCloud and he opened and closed with uh, with uh, with White, White Iverson. Iverson. <laughs> yeah. That honestly, that's so still good. a great song. White Iverson. Oh, White like, Iverson slaps. Banger. Yeah. Still a banger. Yeah, most definitely. Most um, untouchable, man. Honestly, like he's so gifted. He's super, super gifted. Mm-hmm. Nice guy, too. Oh. I mean, I've never met him in person, but he waved to me. So I want to see him big. really go deeper, though. Like, I want to see him mm-hmm. have his, like, uh, not uh, to pimp a butterfly moment, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I want to see him, like, really, like, maybe do some ayahuasca in, like, the middle of the forest. And <laughs> Tell some stories. Yeah. Not, like, full Childish Gambino find himself, where everything okay. starts sounding like, like funky Lion King, because that shit like i'm just tired of it yeah you know like gambino if you're listening to this right now man he is yeah yeah he's a noted noted pair of kings enjoy this first of all first of all i want to say 
hello, my name is Zach Kenninger and I'm a huge fan. But second, second, childish, if I may, you know. Mr. b Yeah. <laughs> Donald Glover. We need to stop doing acid for every album. You know, <laughs> maybe every other album. Okay. But every album, bro, you found yourself, dog. <laughs> you found yourself. No, you dance. You you dance like you dance, and this is America. That's as find yourself as it gets, bro. <laughs> that level of confidence, you don't get more confident than that, bro. It's You're, true. You did it. You're a king. You're the best. Okay. You're the number two creative of the two thousands, and it's not even close. You you have it all. But can I please just get some? Give me some traditional, rappy rap storytelling. I want to hear some shitty ass bars like on camp or whatever the first project was, which bring it back to earth, which Gambino, if I'm going to be honest, loved camp when it came out, but hard to listen to now. It's a little cringe. Now we need, we need something else. And that's all I have to say. I'm wow. childish. Wow. I like Wait, it. So you guys didn't tell me what you're listening to right now. Not yet. It's hip hop. Solid boy blast right in King. Um, so may they rest in peace. My song of the week is by Hers, a incredible band. Uh, they passed away tragically in a car accident. They were on mm-hmm. the way to a venue on tour. Um, and oh, ran dude, I heard about this. Yeah, they they were so talented. Um, they were really nice guys. Their music is like all incredibly good. Like mm-hmm. I, it's like melancholy. It's tells a story. I have their, I, their first project on vinyl just because uh, I haven't heard another band sort of do what they do mm-hmm. as well as they do it. Um, I, I, I didn't discover them that recently. I'm going to be completely honest. I may be like a, you know, hopping on the wave now, but I love them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. They're a great band. Um, and I like so many of their songs, but I can only pick one this week. Um, my song of the week is by hers. It's called Harvey. Okay. All right. I'm down. I'm adding it to the library right now, brother. You got my... That's great. That's well, indeed. actually, you could actually. check out the pair of things to play with on Spotify. Uh, Where we add Spotify. all of our own songs uh, and all of our guest songs every single week. Type in Ooh. Pair of Kings and then there it is. It looks like the Comme des Garçons logo, but it says Pair of Kings Podcast and it's filled with songs suggested by John, Saul, Zach, Larry, James, Rashid, and many others. And, is this whole project uh, we're listening to? This uh, invitation to hers? Yes. Oh my goodness. Invitation to a run? great album. Yes. Beautiful, right, beautiful it, album. Man. Love it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do it. I've been looking for some more Andy. I, I kind of burned uh, Claro's album to the floor mm. in terms of uh, like. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Claro fan, in all honesty. Oh, I fuck with Claro. She's actually really tight too. She's a friend of mine. I fuck with Claro's house. Is that right? Yeah, her her whole team around her is really cool, man. She's she's a she's a she's a good ass person. But I'm biased. I'm sure. I'm sure she's to, a great person. Her Don't get me wrong. But I think that the, like, the wave, it, it's just not for me. Like, the wave of, like, TikTok song where it's just kind of, like, a nice, Bro, have soft you listened instrumental. I haven't listened to the entire thing. I've, talk, okay. I, I've listened to, like, her most popular songs because those are the ones that get played the, Like, Hot Cheeto and, like, the webcam style shit. She yeah. evolved yeah. so much as an artist in a second her project where it's super, super slapper. vulnerable. Sophia is crazy. It's beautiful. Okay, I think, I'll give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. I think it's I think it's worth uh, worth a listen. You could text me and tell me what you think about it because I actually really are curious to sure. hear. Because I, I I was in the same page. I really couldn't listen to her like first five singles that were like very yeah. much so like like the bedroom pop. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, I thought it was a cool, it was like a really smart play. It went super mm-hmm. viral or whatever. It worked. It was you know, great timing. Credits yeah. Too. yeah, exactly. But I didn't, I, didn't, I couldn't listen to it, but this album maturation is, is pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. She's super, I feel like she's we all have talented. similar music tastes. I feel like we could throw together some good recommendations. Except I listened to Blade. <laughs> no, I'm fully, we'll fully drain pill like at this point. Plan. Don't worry, I'm not suggesting a Drain Gang song this week. Let's go. I got my whole song out of John. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, my song of the week is All Caps from Mad Villain, which, of course. You've been loving Mad Villain recently. I've been listening to a lot of MF Doom, All Caps, when you say the man's name. And uh, Mad Villain is a group of him and Mad Lib. Uh, spectacular song. That's all I have to say about it. Great project. Uh, ultimate. What's the title, what's the title of the song again? Uh, all Caps. Gotcha. I'm adding the song. I'll give yeah. you guys listens. I don't I'm do Spotify. Sing. I'm sorry. I'm the you I'm Apple a, Music I'm gang. Elitist. That's I'm all elitist. good. Man. That means you can't you find a, a playlist. Are you a title? Okay. Are you a title guy? T A D A L. No, I can't. So I okay, can't. I can't leave Apple Music because I still use iTunes Match, which was a product okay. they rolled out in like 2009, what and all the music in your Apple Music library was uploaded to iCloud and can stream to your phone no matter where it was from. Okay. And originally it was called Match because it was like if it was in the iTunes library, you would just get the iTunes version, but they would also upload all your mixtapes and shit. Ooh. And I have tons of mixtapes in my Apple Music library that are like, I still listen to them. Kid like quite gems, a few yeah. of them. Like Prime, Lil Wayne tapes, a bunch of like Ooh. old Drake, stuff like that, that like I, I can't, I can't, you can't live without those no, projects sure. in my library, you know, I'm too accustomed to it, so most definitely i tried spotify last month man i just i, I just can't do a black and green ui I, it's, just, <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad it's a lot the less design clean. team was like yeah but in college i mean they they market spectacularly to the college student oh my it's god five dollars a month and free hulu oh. forget about it it's a great no, no it's a great value but it still looks like the like like the aliens from toy story should it's live very, in that it's, it is very yeah alien. exactly <laughs> but how yeah, much gonna be a hater though spotify's good go ahead i've been listening to a lot of mf doom lately so that's been okay probably the majority of my suggestions for this season have been I think mm Food is one of the greatest hip-hop projects of all time it's so goofy i love mm Food. i love that he could be as lyrical as he is and create an entire album surrounding food it's crazy blows yeah. my mind no one could do that today i don't think you guys should uh, i mean uh, put, uh, my boy gene dawson should give it some run he's new alt wave he Ooh. is super super gifted we just he's a he's like a friend of the brand okay um give him a listen a bunch of his new singles i think you guys would really like it it's super super experimental on the production side but the 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 lyricism is very vulnerable and close to his chest okay um, i just found his, his whole, uh his page on spotify i'm gonna give him some some lessons for yeah, sure man his I'll whole some his random whole team like around him yeah and his visuals are really really like yeah his spotify homepage job. is wild it fits yeah, he does the a really spotify good aesthetic for sure he feels like um he has like kind of leaned into like the like beautiful dark twisted fantasy era mm-hmm. of Kanye mm-hmm. when it was very cinematic and everything was like overly contrasted and very vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. His whole like visual rollout, it, it, like it, it, it adds to the storytelling of music. He's one of the few artists in the last two years where, where he's done what I was talking to you guys earlier, where it feels like he's, it's really coming from him okay. and he'll do some, some things that are like industry ish, but it's like, 
90% raw creative process, 10%, we're going to make it look this way so that it kind of fits mm. in. But it's like the opposite Sick. of what so much other music has been. So yeah, I need to I'll give, give him more. I give, I'm giving more, I'm giving more than just one recommendation. <laughs> hey, we'll take it. I like it. We will absolutely take it. We love music, but man, we have come to the end of this episode of pair of Kings podcast. Zach, we appreciate so much that you took the time to join us yeah, thank you guys man i really enjoyed myself i don't know how you guys did two today man that was like a, that was a little marathon <laughs> a little marathon action we're set for the week uh we're all we're all good one of them i'm editing our boys episode tonight so it can be posted at midnight but uh those are powerful yeah. listeners man that's a that's a powerful tool Dude, we do it for the community are... it means a lot that people even tune in so like you know yeah, yeah, dude, why it's, not it's, it's a gift it's a gift to be listened to uh, in so many ways so i it appreciate is. you guys man yeah, yeah. i mean guys, like so. i've said it before at the end of the day i just get to chop it up with like one of my best friends and then mm-hmm. a bunch of interesting meet a people. bunch of new people great connections you know yeah, you reach out yeah. to zach in five years be like hey remember when we recorded that podcast anyway now we're on our private island in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, swing wow. through. Swing through. Let's uh, pull up. Pull up to the island. Let's talk about cool boots on the island. <laughs> on the island. But anyways, right, Zach, we appreciate you so much. Before we get out of here, though, take some time, plug everything you're doing. Let the people know where they can find you because we are okay. a very social media based podcast. So we want oh, we want some uh, growth to come out of this. Okay, okay. Uh, I run a brand called Basket Case. You can find it on Instagram. It's our primary way of communicating. It's at basketcase.gallery. But it should pop up if you just put in Basket Case as the first one. Uh, We open our website once a month. Uh, We drop little, not little, full capsule collections. And the best way to stay in the loop with our product is getting on our email list. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you don't want to do any of that, that's okay, man um i appreciate you listening to me we appreciate you you coming on the podcast thank you so much it's been a blast um thank you for giving us the time because you're a busy guy you know that's took two hours and 13 minutes so far so you know that's that's a big chunk of the day so we appreciate it we appreciate you taking the time um and anytime man anytime you want to hop back on let us know we'll uh we'll come out to la once covid yeah, has once left the building down, you guys gotta come through man for sure absolutely. most definitely but on that note solly boy you want to take us out absolutely i'm Saul thompson on instagram at Saul thompson joined by my incredible co-host my name is john hogaboom you can find me on instagram at john hogaboom uh, and we are joined this week uh, by a very special guest zach you can find him on instagram at odd underscore zach that is with an h not a k um or at his brand's page uh, at basketcase.gallery. Um, please check him out. He does incredible work. We're big fans of what he does, obviously. Um, and we really appreciate you guys not only checking him out, but taking the time to hang with us, listen to us, listen to us ramble, whatever it may be. <laughs> um, we really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day, spending it with us, and you know, letting us goof around in your your ears for that sounded weird um uh, <laughs> uh, whatever it may be um uh, we really do appreciate it and it means so much to us that you would join and and give us a chance um thank you so much to everybody um and we hope that you have a great this will drop on a thursday so a thursday yeah. um stay safe keep wearing a mask guys um just All that good stuff stay, stay safe and healthy vote, vote. oh vote. my god vote. Fucking please vote, vote. Yes. Jesus Christ, please yes, vote. Sir. 
Um, but also have a great day. Um, I love you very much. Stay safe. This has been a pair of Kings podcast on Instagram at pair of Kings podcast on Twitter at pair of Kings. Oh no. At pair of Kings pod, <laughs> pardon me on Twitter at pair of Kings pod. Uh, and you can email us if you're an old person at pair of Kings pod at gmail.com. Uh, we really appreciate you joining us. Have a great day and stay safe. This has been pair of Kings podcast. We're going to you <laughs> business as usual. Tom foolery as planned. Thank you everybody. Right.